advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Loses meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. So hard to get a good bell hit on that sometimes. It just ricochets off. You need yeah, like you the edge on that one. Dings Thor off hammer. the top. Town I don't sledge. even know that. Like if I hit it on the. Oh, that's like a that. Yeah, you gotta hit it. You have to hit it on yeah, the. Yeah, like even a light hit was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I, I try and hit it. like if it hits on the like round part, mm-hmm. it just doesn't work out. Chokes out. Yeah. We need to build a little stand with a four by four, so it's just like next to you. We could get an actuator to be the same every time. You press a it button and be like, ding, yeah. Yeah, you build that. <laughs> it wouldn't be unique anymore, though. No, you don't want an actuator. Unless I built a random number generator that the value of the actuation was based off of. Then we could do it. But that would take like an Arduino and a bunch of shit, and I'm not trying to do all that. But we could do it. It could be done. Could be done. Could be. Could, yeah. Could be done. We could not do it, too. I could not do it. You could just hit it better. Yeah, I could just hit I'll it. Just get a, I'll put some masking tape in an X so you have a target. I think it's put good a green like that. dot. I think it's good like that because it shows you about the, like the week that I had. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's just horrible. Yeah, it's just horrible. Like, I think yeah. we just need a laser pointer. Oh, yeah. Like I need to paint the side of the bell right where he hits it. <laughs> oh, and I just and and I can target. Like a yeah, seal team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Yeah. That would work. Yeah. I like that. That's better than my actuator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got my new boat shoes. <laughs> boat shoes? What yeah. are those? They're like slippers? My boat shoes. You, oh, they're on? Yeah, my Sperry's full. Let's see. Why are those boat shoes? No, those are, boat, are shoes. boat shoes. And Dave knows about These them. are boat tennis shoes, really, though. They're not They're not a flat sole. They're you not like a... You can't play tennis leather, on a boat. Leather. Well, they have like a tennis shoe sole, mm. yeah. I guess. It's not like like a regular like dress shoe bottom, like yeah. how they are. Are they like slip resistant or something? No, like, well, no? kind of. They should yeah, be if they're... They're really shoe. nice. They're they're actually really... They're probably like some of the most comfortable pair of feet stockings I've ever wore. <laughs> What's the brand again? Sperry. Mm. Yep. But and I wear black on black. They have like goofy ones, like, you know, funny looking ones. Like How do you know you about boat a, shoes, Dave? Grew up on a lake. Yeah. Oh, that's like, true. That was a stupid Saint, question. Saint I don't know. Some, I just feel so left out sometimes. You guys have like so many things that we like, <laughs> I'm constantly left out. Hip hop. I have a boat. He grew wrestling. up on a lake. We yeah. should know these things. It's true. I don't yeah. like boats. I did not grow up on a lake. Yeah. I didn't either. I didn't either. It's, I, I uh, my wife grew up, you know, their, her parents do everything, you know, mm-hmm. like fucking everything. And so, like, I've never had a boat. I, I remember going in out. their backyard just being like, holy shit, there's like a ninja yeah. motorcycle, there's a Mustang, like, yeah, an old fucking yeah. Forerunner, like giant RVs. Yeah. yeah, an old fucking, like, Optimus Prime was back there. Yeah. He just hadn't transformed yet. Yeah, I had old motorcycles, everything. boats. Yeah. I had a license to Hill? drive I, I boats before I had a license to drive cars. Yeah. Really? Because I cool. think in Michigan, I think you could get the boat license at... I want to say 13. 
Think you could pilot a boat? So everybody tended. Huh. Everyone who lived there. Pilot a boat, is that the yeah. term? Yeah. Yeah. Captain a boat. Captain a boat. That sounds better. Who lived on the lake would go and spend the summer learning how to. We didn't even have a boat. We had, yeah. we had like parasail surfboards without the sails. That's what we had. Huh. <laughs> Just stood there and tried not to fall off like a you'd, fucking you'd sit on lumberjack like challenge. A, you'd use them like a canoe with your feet in the water. Uh, yeah. You guys were ahead of your time because now they have those paddle boards. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're ahead of it. We did that, actually. Really? We, we yeah. would do that. Just the stick? Yeah. It didn't work very well? Unless there was any boat on the lake. Because the, the, the wakes wake would, would just yeah. fucking toss you on your ass. Yeah. You know, Steve's backyard was so diverse with fucking craziness that one time my radiator broke for my 1988 uh, Chevy Stepside. Oh, he had one. And he had a radiator for a 1976 Buick Regal. Same. And yeah. then he like just plugged the transmission lines with some old bolts from a fucking yeah. coffee can and put it in my truck. And I drove it that way for two weeks until I got my radiator. Yeah. Yeah. He had everything yeah. back there. Yeah. You could fix anything. Yeah. Yeah. You could half ass fix anything really. Yeah. It wasn't quite right. It was never quite right. It was never right. Yeah. You'd have worked. to fabricate something. Right. Right. Work. right. There were yeah. zip ties involved. He's still, he's still that way. Yeah. 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 I like the time that he, I was at his house helping him and he needed a drill yeah. and he's like, Oh, uh, pull that ladder over here and reach up through the ceiling tile. It's to the left. And there was a fucking drill, like a DeWalt drill inside the ceiling yeah. tile well that happened to me in his garage a couple days ago he had like yeah. done something else that happened yeah. to me in his garage i was like where's the where's the drill like, you too? Oh. yeah this is in his garage though. yeah that's a common he's like, thing oh. oh it's uh he's like take that ladder it's at his and reach house? up there no at his parents house oh, okay. like a long time ago and, I, and I, he's like reach up there uh should be up there and i'm like what yeah. the fuck? Like, but when did you put I it up say, here? He's like, oh, I don't know. I had right, it up there right. at some point. He has like a Rain Man catalog yeah. of where shit's at for the most part. Yeah. Be like, if you clean oh, up, it's fucking over. Yeah. The fucking 12 millimeters under the shop rag behind the fucking carb cleaner over there in the corner. But watch out for right, the extension right. cord because you'll trip. And as he's saying it, you trip over the extension <laughs> cord reaching for you're like, oh, yes. most That's most it. people I know who live in in like really cluttered environments know exactly where everything is. They thrive is. in it. Yeah. Like they know where it is. It up, like it's that's, right. It's because yeah. they looked at it and they're like, I don't want to move that. I'll get that later. Right. Yeah. And you had extra thought where most people would yeah. just put it away. Right. Yeah. And it's like, where is that? You know, because my office at work will get really awful like that. And it's like, I'll just, I'll be yeah. like, oh, I need that one handout. Cause that's what I'm teaching this week. And I'll look at all this shit on my desk. And it's like, it should be over where the coffee cups are probably about five inches down because that's about where I was last semester right. when I yeah. am and I'll flip through and find I don't it. I don't thrive in that environment. I I uh, my garage is a mess just cuz I have so much shit going on and I lose everything like right. and then I go get it again. I go buy a new one or something. <laughs> find the other one. Yeah, and then I find the other one. I'm like, fuck. I knew I had it all along. I just Bro, let people just, borrow shit easier. and I lose it that way. Yeah. I don't let saw, people borrow stuff. Fucking sander. I've lost all kinds yeah. of shit like that. Right. So we I don't know. Want to talk about some uh that's fucking patrons yeah I guess they wear boat shoes yeah sure if you don't wear boat shoes it's like sammy walsh you know uh he never wore a robe and then all of a sudden started wearing a robe it changed his life it does and you know boat shoes even without a boat you can wear them you oh, can for sure you can yeah they're yeah. like slip-on bands kind of yeah. yeah they're 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 similar well, they, got the they got the tire they on laces, the side yeah. too they're, they're leather yeah yeah they're just they're they're very comfortable and you can't wear socks with them no but they never stink. I don't know what That's the deal what's is. Weird about them, yeah. Vans, you don't wear socks with Vans, your feet will fucking Don't smell like it, rotten yeah. fucking shit eggs. Oh, we need to <laughs> but, taste this whiskey. Oh yeah, before was, we do it. But yeah, boat shoes don't that. do that. They don't do that. They don't so. taste whiskey. You gotta say who it's from, bro. What is it? Oh, we gotta talk. Oh, we gotta smell it and judge a book. Oh, that's right. This is Quinn's Carolina whiskey. 
That's Carolina pleasant. makes me a little bit worried. I don't know. I smell it. It smells familiar. It's from Taylor Hasty. He also sent us mm. a bunch of shit. That's who sent you the What'd Nordstrom's coffee. That's, that's, a, that's, Nord- a, that's Nordstrom's a chick, Nordstrom's coffee is delicious. No, it's not a chick. I thought it was a chick. Thank you. We, we thought that tell. for a while, yeah. Thank you for the Nordstrom's coffee. It is delicious. And the vegan candy bars. Vegan got, candy bars are delicious. Yeah, Dave was raving about the coffee yeah. is The coffee is more delicious than the candy bars. Did you try the jerky yet? No, I haven't. It's fucking great. Mine's is gone. It? Yeah, I ate it all. Mine's gone. You took yours, though. Yeah, I have mine at the I have ate the white Reese's, though. I made my first... A pot of that coffee and was immediately on my phone looking t- to see where Trying I could buy more. Yeah. But you can only order it from Nordstrom's.com for sure. Like mm. they don't. And so it's not. At first, you, I was like, make an account. At first, I was like, fuck, that's really expensive because it's twenty seven dollars for a pound. No, it's for two pounds. Uh, but oh, I didn't like. It's two bags for twenty seven. Twice as much. That's, yeah. Yeah. So that's not. There's, it's a bigger commitment. Yeah. But you know you like it, so you're I like it a yeah. lot. It's it's a really good dark mm. roast, and it's their house roast. And I don't know. I'm guessing there's like little eateries and big Nordstroms yeah, or like something. The thing or, they yeah, sell, or like little coffee shops. I'm not rich enough. I only go to Nordstrom's rack. Yeah. I don't have exactly. a eatery in there. Yeah. I didn't know what either so. of those were. That's a that's like a discount Ross version of Nordstrom's. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. like where they send all their seconds. Yeah, like the, all the stuff that doesn't sell goes the, to the rack. Where the gay guys yeah. get their sequin shoes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. Because the yeah, they're not going to pay full price. Right. right. So you smelled it, Dave. What do you think? It smells, it smells good. It smells caramely. It smells good. There's it a smells, little hairspray. It hint, smells though. bourbony. Nah, it smells bourbony. It does smell bourbony. That's the caramelization. Dave was hesitant to clank my glass. I saw that. He didn't like. He's like, he didn't like clank. It. That's really Ooh, good. That's really good. Mama Sita, glad yeah. to meet you. That's, <laughs> that's really good. That's like one of the best ones we've had in a long time, honestly. Very cinnamony, peppery. Man. man, that's good. It just has a spice, but yeah, it's it's yeah, oh, it's really man. good. Oh, there goes Brent. Boy, you know, I'm getting like over. a coconut aftertaste. I got that. Oh, right damn. Now. I just got that right there. Mm. Mm. I'm good. Are Quinn's you Carolina whiskey. Right, that's just delicious. Just saying, more for me. That is fucking delicious. <laughs> wow. You were worried about the Carolina too. I was worried. It is ninety proof. Everything we've been getting lately has been like ninety or up. That's ninety. Yeah, that's a smooth ass ninety, dude. Like I said, every time I see something, I'm gonna take a small pour of it. I don't want (laughs) to. Here we go. I don't want to. I don't. Brad's like, no, no, no. Give it to (laughs) me. Well, I told you I didn't want it. You make me take it, and now you're mad at me. I'm not mad because I took it. I'm just concerned. I don't want. Another, I don't rape, want a Bay of Pigs on our hands. Uh, I'll rape that one. Was it the Bay of Pigs? <laughs> no, it was Cuba. It was Cuba. It was Cuba, yeah. But yeah. that was my yeah, reference yeah. indirectly. That, yeah. that was the first and last time that'll happen. <laughs> that was rough. <laughs> yeah. Thank, uh, you. Thank you for your commitment to not yeah. doing that again. Yeah. 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 So our patrons, um, we always appreciate it. Uh, uh, those of you who aren't patrons, you can uh, join Patreon and support us for as little as a dollar. You'll get uh, bonus content episodes that we do every week. Um, for more, you get more uh, early release of episodes, uh, swag, um, cups, shirts, all kinds of stuff. So it's, uh, you, I got a ton, to, uh, just so everybody knows yeah, if you're I waiting on a whiskey that. glass, there are 32 pre-packed whiskey glasses sitting on the floor. I've got ready to go. I'm just waiting on a couple yeah. more things. And then there's 37 more on order. Yeah. So, uh, just, they've been shut down. Yeah. They were shut down. They just opened back yeah. up. So if you're waiting on a whiskey glass, it will be on its way Slash very, bottle, very soon. I guess. Yeah. So, we'll see what we'll do about that. Yeah. So, but we we appreciate it. We appreciate you, and we like to shout them out. So, the first one is, and you guys remember her, Lexi uh, Bonafate. You always, you always say you remember them, but I don't remember them. You remember Lexi? Lexi? Lexi yeah. Luther? Lexi Luther? Yeah, she's bald. 
Uh, you know, not up, not up there. Oh, down there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? When yeah. I say down there, I you know remember what I mean? her now. Yeah. I remember her now. Yeah. She has huge. Camel, I didn't know her last Huge name. camel toe. Yeah. 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 She's yeah. always in spandex. Yeah. She could pick up quarters yeah. while she's wearing yoga pants. Yeah. It was yeah. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Brent, do you know what we mean when we say down there? I do. Okay. Yeah. Australia. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's Australian. <laughs> she's, Australian. <laughs> yeah. she's a bald That's, where she, got, that's where she got her haircut. Yeah. 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 That's why she's bald. Yeah. Basically. Um, the abos, they keep it bald. <laughs> Graham, Graham Christensen. <laughs> I'm so Graham Christensen or Christensen? Christensen. That's, that's Sin, not, a, not son. Christensen. Christensen. Christ he sounds, Sin? he sounds religious Christ and delicious. Christensen. No, he Christ lives in sin. Christ Christensen. Graham Christensen. Yeah, sounds like a delicious Christian cereal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's like little crosses and <laughs> little Graham prayer hands, little loaves of fish. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like it. Loaves uh, of fish. Loaves of fish. Fish like loaves. Graham Christensen. They won't yeah. sink. They all walk on water. Yeah. It's, just, it's little in. feet on, that float on top of the milk. <laughs> you cannot sink them. They just walk on water. Oh. <laughs> little Jesus footprints. Uh, you try and hold them down. They just float yeah. back up yeah. to the top. Mm, you can use them as a life like preserver it, necklace. Yeah. A nice cinnamon yeah. Graham Christensen. Yeah. <laughs> you can see Jesus as their little mascot. Like yeah, little, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That's funny. The Satan's always chasing him in the commercials. Yeah. yeah. Satan's after me, Graham Christensen's. <laughs> <laughs> Never going to get me, Graham Christensen's. <laughs> For some reason, Jesus has a pirate accent. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Arr, Why not? Arr, yeah. You're after arr. me, Graham Christensen's. <laughs> <laughs> Um, T Mo T Timothy Timothy yeah Timothy he's got to go pick up his kids mm -hmm. <laughs> so thank he's, you Timothy Timothy like, is it Timothy like T E A I think he's trying to step on your cape Dave. T E E dash M O E dash T E E he's trying to step on your cape Timothy got the Demo and the Timo oh but he's yeah. a Timothy so he saved it <laughs> at the end. Yeah. Um, and you guys remember Lewis Red? Uh, I'm going to try Red down try there. To, down, yeah, exactly. Down oh, there. yeah. I remember yeah, Lewis yeah. Red. Another, another Australian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> down yeah. there. Yeah. Lewis Red. That's a weird. Is it L E W I S? Yeah. Red Lewis. with two D's. Oh, okay. With Red. With, oh, Red. Yeah. A Red they did. Mm hmm. Mm. And um, our good friend, Samuel Clark. Good. I don't know, Samuel. You remember Samuel? <laughs> Something about his pubes in Australia, perhaps? <laughs> Can't think of a thing. Samuel Clark, he sounds like a historical character from like the 1800s. He did something important. Yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah, he was a revolutionary for sure. I think he was a newspaper writer who wrote about revolutionary. Sounds I think he was like one step removed. And it's on his middle initial. That's how you can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was D, for sure. Samuel yeah. D. Clark. Yes. Yeah. The D is for Dick. Yes. Yeah. Down there. I'm surprised that it's we've been doing Patreon shout outs for a couple of months now like this. And this is the first time that you've realized that I always say you remember him. I know, but I was always trying to remember. Because a lot of times now we remember. Really we do right. remember, but now if we're really, off our game, we don't not, remember. And no, then we struggle for pubic yeah. jokes. <laughs> yeah. Really, and go, really go hard at the D. Two episodes in a row, none of our patrons suck dick. That's, was that's, it two in a row? Was it two, two in a row? row? Oh, wow. Two in that's a row. Pretty that's good. good for them. Yeah. That's like a record. Yeah. Um, and we have, of course, our hot sack brought to you by El Yucateco. King of Flavor. Ah, my goodness. <laughs> Since 1968. Oh, wow. 
And uh, that's the worst bell ever. It's, it's I tell it that's the one you took from me, and I'm glad you did. A that's salsa that uses triple X techo to bring the heat. A smoked salsa. I want some um, of it. It looks good. And it's by a name I can't read with old man eyes at that distance on a cell phone. It's Megan George. You remember Megan George? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's he's pretty cool. I like Megan. He's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah he's got salsa pubes. Meg, yeah, yeah, Megan's cool. So it looks like cool El Capitan dude. salsa with triple. So X what part it. is smoked? I'm wondering. Probably the peppers or something. The got salmon. And the, the salmon that's it. in it. You can roast the tomatoes. Peppers. You can roast the peppers. They don't look. The tomatoes can don't roast. Look roast. You can smoke. You can. Or they don't look smoked. You can smoke pineapple. Smoked, they'd be a little wilty looking. I'll be honest, nothing in this Megan looks roasted, but it does look delicious. Smoked. I think I could eat it with a smoke. You can smoke it. You could put. You could put. uh, Yeah, but does that look like it's been smoked? Nothing looks. It looks too fresh. You could. uh, Yeah, she's a liar. Liar and a fat mouth. <laughs> but either way, you have just won a hot sack yeah. from El Yucateco. So thank you. You lied your way to the top. Just yeah. like you, suck, you sucked your way to the top. Yeah. There you go. Thank you for playing. <laughs> so, um, and um, she, uh, when she made that original post, she sent me a message and said to thank you for all the uh, wonderful things that are at podbelly.com. <laughs> did she? We're struggling. Yeah, she and did. No, she's, she's trying to do, she wants to do a podcast about um, uh, things that aren't smoked that right. she lies about. Uh, every podcast that's on what that's what it's going to be there called is. is about things that aren't smoked. Yeah, actually, it's, well, she wants to do one called things that aren't smoked that I lie mm. about. Nice. And um, anything, her car, like, this is my yeah. smoked car. She can't say it like, about poles. Anything that's not a dick. Yeah. She's, right. she's been yeah. smoking poles for a yeah. long time, so <laughs> right. she needs to leave that off I, the list. I thought I knew the name. She she friend requested me on Facebook. Let me let me confirm that. <laughs> so Brad's face um, didn't translate in audio. But yeah, that's go okay. to go to Podbelly um to find delicious podcasts and um hearty, uh tasty recommendations for how you can make your own podcast. That's this true. Is, as long as really it's good. not smoked. So our topic today, um, we were going back and forth. We were having a, we were having a, a lot of difficulty figuring out topics this week. Um, I think the, the, we need a new call for new topics lists. Well, Dave needs He has to have breaks between serial killers, too. Yeah, I do. I need. I don't blame you. I want a total break from serial killers, but there's the most information on them. Is the thing, and that's always key. Like we might find something we think's cool, but we go to look it up, and there's like no info. And so I was digging through that list on Patreon, and I was like, "Fuck, there's not much on this. There's not much on this." And then finally, I was like, "Oh, there's a ton on this guy." But then it was like we just did a lot of really bad stuff. Like that dude last week, fucking Trevor, fucking Chase, or whatever. What was his name? Almost Albert Fishes. Like it's it's like the little kid shit. Once it goes little kid, I'm like. But they all go somewhere you're awful. Too, yeah. You're, yeah too, when it's you're just kids, being too soft. It extra bothers you're just being me, too dude. soft. It's real world. It just, it happened. It right. is, you got to know about it. It's history. You got to know history or it'll repeat itself. Yeah. Well, it's going to repeat itself whether I know about it or not. Yeah. But you need True. to know about it. <laughs> okay. You need to know. So about it. either way, we, we uh, dug deep. And then at one point, um, Brent had suggested that we talk about some professional wrestlers because he knew that there would be passion you behind it. Um, and I threw a couple of names out and then Brad replied with um, the hearts, which for those of you who aren't uh, big wrestling aficionados, the the heart family um, is is I mean, everybody calls them the first family of professional wrestling, you know, mm-hmm. which you would think would be a title you would give to Vince McMahon 
um, since he owns all of professional wrestling that seems to matter anymore. But even with his vast ownership and domination of the of the industry, they still credit the hearts, mostly because of the founder of the family, Stu Hart. Um, that guy is, who is epic in his own right. So, so we're going to split the episode. Those of you who are like wrestling purists might get mad that we're splitting all, you know, we're going to talk about Owen, Brett and Stu in one episode, but this isn't a wrestling podcast. Um, yeah. so, so go it. find one of those, go, go find one of those suck. and they'll just talk pole. about Stu for five hours. 20 smoke members of the Hart family though, all involved in wrestling yeah, and the four daughters all yeah. married wrestlers. Yep. I watched the interview. I, yep. Probably on the one you told me to watch the wrestling with shadows or whatever. Yeah. They showed an interview with the mom and she was just talking about like when he first got into the wrestling business, she's like, how long are we going to do this? And he's like, oh, probably two years. And she's like, I just don't want the boys to get into it. I just, what Stu is saying? That's uh, Stu's wife. Yeah, yeah. the mom, uh, right. Owen and, and Brett's mom. Right. And so uh, she's like, and then my, I don't, I definitely don't want, want my daughters to marry wrestlers. And it was like next scene, 20 years yep. in the business. They all married wrestlers. Every fucking male in the family is in wrestling in some way. Yeah. And all some of like most of those top four that like, got into like big time wrestling oh, in huge, the spotlight. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, even right now, I mean, even right now, the uh, one of the, the female wrestlers in WWE is a granddaughter. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's not like the lineage has stopped, right. yeah. you know, and she's the daughter of a heart and um, what's his name? Reinhardt, the anvil, Jake, the anvil, Reinhardt. No, we'll I'm get not sure. It. I'm not, I'm not, but he's a, he's a, a eighties, early nineties wrestler, um, which is odd because his name is, has heart in it. Right. But, but he married oh, a heart. Heart, heart, yeah. heart. Um, so, but anyway, um, huge, huge lineage. And the, the story gets crazy. It's not just the impact that Stu had on wrestling, but the story of Bret Hart is epic because of the Montreal screw job. And when we did the Vince McMahon episode some time ago, I remember, uh, somebody, um, said that we did, we didn't do it justice and that we got some of the facts wrong and out of order when we talked about the Montreal school. Welcome to our show with Vince. Yeah. So I well, mean, we, tough. you get anything like, that where there's purists, like you try to cover yeah, star yeah, yeah. Trek or right. star yeah, Wars. Right. Yeah. You're gonna, someone's going to be upset course. about. And I mean, the, the topic from somewhere, the topic was Vince McMahon. Like we right. studied Vince McMahon. That was a very small part of the Vince McMahon yeah. saga. Um, so this time we looked into the Montreal screw job a little bit more. So hopefully, and I'll be honest, I had no idea back when we did that, what the Montreal screw job was. It right. sounded like a drink or something. Yeah. I was like, I don't know <laughs> I'm sure it is what this now. is, yeah. what they're talking about. You yeah. guys kept referencing it. I mean, right. now I know more about it, but yeah. And there's even some conspiracy to say that it wasn't that even that Brett was still in on that. Did you see any of that? No, I didn't. I wouldn't be and surprised. It's possible. I yeah, mean, it's, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. Just about like spelling out it's, WCW. Like, why wouldn't they pull away from that? Like they had the camera ready for him to spit on fucking Vince's face and then like pan right in on it. Like it was so no, perfect. I don't blame any of that. Of yeah, course, Vince did. would be like, well, maybe he, 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 of he course used did. it. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. But like they were ready for it though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. They yeah. were. Yeah. Vince is ringside. Everybody's freaking out. There's 12 cameras. Of course, there was a good angle yeah, on Vince. That's fair. There's fucking cameras spit, fucking you know, everywhere. Who are trained to just keep recording. You know, the cameraman and doesn't Vince McMahon's the and they're like, he's going to spit in my face. Yeah. So make sure you get him. <laughs> yeah. Probably. He already knows. Right. He's fucking, know, if you're going to screw somebody over, you know their reaction. Yeah, there's a good chance the camera people don't know the angle. They don't know the hook. They don't know someone's going to, yeah. you know, they don't know who's going to turn well, heel. Allegedly, they and didn't. Yeah. They, right. they didn't know. Well, I'm saying the cameraman. Like, no, I, we're that, just all yeah. recording, you know. Exactly. So even in a match where they know what's happening i'm not sure how much the cameramen are told of the whole story that's gonna like yeah. you just cover this quadrant of the ring period yeah, true like you know film whatever's interest yeah. you know 
But um, I almost find like the backstory of wrestling, like like looking at like the shit that wrestlers have to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if if you've ever seen wrestlers like go through like the shit to get famous, right? You know what I mean? Like it's almost like the bands playing the shitty back room clubs or mm-hmm. pizza parlors or fucking whatever, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden they get a break. And like even if you don't care about wrestling, like. I don't watch wrestling anymore. Like I know you still kind of go back and yeah, watch I go back it and, and forth. I still, I still, and you know, I see it on TV and I, I don't watch it. Um, you know, but growing up, like having a backyard wrestling ring and like, like we like lived wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, just because it was almost like a rebellion thing. Like, sure. you know, like jumping off of roofs through tables and fucking right, each other right, up. Right. You know, like it fucking was just each other, fucking each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Oh, like oh, we're crazy. Thumbtack matches, barbed right, wire, right? Fucking right. oh, what's going on here? Who's calling you there? Got a new phone. Um, yeah, and and so uh, new phone. Who dis? Um, <laughs> yeah, and so like even if you don't enjoy wrestling, I I don't watch wrestling now. Like I I don't even know if I could get into it. But right, wrestling back then and how it started and the background of it is pretty cool. Like yeah, it's it, like cool. it's it's very interesting. It's very cool. It's its own fucking world. Yeah. Like, you know, what and I mean? even, like, even when I was, when I, cause I rewatched the end of wrestling with shadows, I've seen it several times, but I haven't seen it in a long fucking time. And, uh, towards the end, you know, spoiler alert, he, you know, he fucking, when all this shit goes down in the ring and we'll go into all the details, he knocks Vince McMahon out in the locker room, punches him, knocks him out. Yeah. And you see Vince come staggering and he, he is staggering. He, like he's, but it could be acted up. It could be acted up. It could be acted up. He does up. have a black was, eye in the interview. But he was staggering his way out up the hallway. And when he was doing it, I just, the first thought that came into my head was, <laughs> that's not the first time Vince McMahon was knocked out in a locker room. No, probably not. Like that well, motherf- and, and this When he was like, aggressively taking over other people's territories, like they had to like he had to yeah. have gotten threatened and had his ass whooped so oh, many sure. times yeah. or at least making maybe the power he his ass moves. i'm sure he got his ass one and one of the things too like <laughs> true like, it's a bunch of wrestlers <laughs> dave, dave growing up with rob van dam and like um you know i wrestled a little bit um you know when i was young mm-hmm. 18 years old you know what i mean as soon as i was old enough to get in the ring and uh obviously not big enough you know like the guys are huge right um but like knowing Rob Van Dam and, and talking to him and like the stuff you've told us and uh, you know, like wrestling's fake. Mm-hmm. I wrestled real wrestling for the record, but, but I didn't but, smell what he yeah, was Yeah, you were a singlet. Right. It was really I just, weird. I just smelled crotches. Yeah. You did yeah. like the oil change yeah. and weird stuff yeah. like that. Like, <laughs> I never changed, checked anybody's oil. You never checked anybody's no. oil? Uh, I had my oil checked. You change the oils when you suck it out of them, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, but, but wrestling is fake. It's set up, but then again, it's also real right. because these motherfuckers hate each other. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's not like you would think like, Oh, we're all out there acting together. We're in the ring acting together. Like we're doing this thing. No, I fucking hate you. Right. And I, this is supposed to be fake, Yeah, but I'm going to hurt you. And most you of know, them are like, cool. Most yeah, of them yeah, are totally sure, cool yeah, with each is. other, but there's but there some real definite, shit. you know, and again, like, you know, being friends with Rob, then, you know, I definitely won't say any names, but like every so often, if another wrestler came up, you just saw him change the awkwardness. And it was like, oh, you hate that motherfucker right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think what you have to realize is like guy. nobody gets into that yeah. fucking game that doesn't want to be the world champion. You know what I mean? That's so exactly it's like right. 
we're friends, but I still want Vince yeah. to fucking pick me in this fucking story. Right. And I mean, I well, still want him yeah. to make to, to make my path. And that was, and and look, what's, the, look what's happened through wrestling. You have The Rock, who's yeah, became one do. of the most famous people yeah. in the world. The, the, the not, highest paid actor on earth. He's the not, only one that's done that. Other people have sort of tried it. Well, like, what I'm saying, though, is, is that was his gateway. Right. He was so right. popular through wrestling yeah. that he was able to, on his own, yeah. Because he was he was natural at it, mm-hmm. act. You right. know what I mean, and, and go into acting like the other guys that act. Fucking Hulk Hogan and some of these other. Yeah. It's, it's fucking oh, not man. okay. Right. It was you rough. Know, like, it was cringy watching some of this shit. I had to watch like those guys. But you could see the 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 like spit take thing where it's yeah, just yeah. like awkwardly stopping because they fucked up and they're going again. They're going right. again. They're like right. running over like, hey, bring yeah. it over here, man! And yelling right. into the fucking camera. Oh, yeah, Mickey, just, what, Mickey Rourke. You know what I mean? Like people like that. You know, like yeah, the, the, yeah. That are that are half. I mean, he's famous in his own right. You know what I mean? Like, was he a wrestler? Yeah. I didn't know that. Rourke wrestled, didn't he? I don't know. I know he made the movie The Wrestler. Yeah, I'm. I think he wrestled. I think he. Re- I know he wrestled preparing for that role, but I don't know how much. And I've he wrestled. seen him. I know he yeah. boxed. Yeah, like as he was already a famous actor. Maybe that's he, like, what it was. Out yeah, maybe he was boxing. Box. Yeah, but um, maybe he was boxing. Maybe I'm getting that confused. With and the other, the but. other thing, and I, this this is important to to. I mean, all of this is is leading up to the the heart story because, I mean, one of the big things is, and if you ever listen to like the the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast where he interviews different you know people, and they talk about their careers and so forth, like part of the thing is you, like. No one it's it's a weird thing because there is a staff of writers who are coming up with the storylines and this is going to be your rivalry. This is what you're going to do on this story arc for the next two pay-per-views leading up to to WrestleMania, blah, 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 blah. Um, Vince wants you to win the title at this pay-per-view, et cetera. But you've got two months in the middle of live shows. And if in those two months you lose the crowd, it doesn't matter what we wrote. You're not right. getting it. Like you have to, and they talk about like the, the psychology, you have to be a psychologist. You have to be in the ring and know the crowd is with me at this moment. What was so that? I need to do this or the crowd is against me at this moment. So I need to Dude, do that. And I what, was, like what was that movie that we watched? Yeah, the is. family wrestling, oh, wrestling uh, with wrestling. my family, wrestling with my family. I think that's, that's what right. it was. Yeah. Be, yeah. And that was a, a page mm-hmm. page. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and that that was actually a good movie, and like, but that does really kind of show you it like does. what happens. Like, she lost the crowd, like right. she lost, but then finally gets it. You know, so like, even if the writers have, a, she have had, a, she had the talent, right? But didn't couldn't get the crowd, couldn't get the crowd, and, and that's and they so even if care. you're amazingly skilled, and even if the writers and Vince are backing you, if after a month or two the crowd just doesn't give a fuck, if they're not all buying your merch and wearing it and holding up signs and freaking out at your entrance. You're done. I mean, it makes me think about like, a couple of things. Like when I worked at Best Buy, there was like morning meetings. There was like managers that you're like, man, this guy's a fucking public speaker. This guy should be like at a fucking TED talk or something. And then another manager would be forced like, hey, you need to talk to your department. And they would just be like, not, it's just not cool. Like they're right, so uncomfortable. Right. They're shaking and shit and they're not made for public speaking. They can't fucking work right. an audience. Like yeah. that's just not their thing. They're not yeah. going to do it. And then the other thing it made me think of was hockey games. There's a fucking guy in Bakersfield at the hockey games. Yeah. Was on. There's this fucking like blonde haired crazy dude that gets out there and he's wearing like 20 t-shirts because he pulls the t-shirts off him to throw to you in the crowd mm-hmm. and he's just fucking swinging hypes t-shirts him, in the air up, yeah. and he got, gets the whole crowd doing the fucking wave and everybody's fucking dancing and people are like screaming
screaming in his face and he's throwing fucking t-shirts and just running up the thing. And you're like, not everybody can do that. No. Like no, if I went no, over no, there, no, like no, no. I'm a funny guy. I'm fucking like high energy. I could go over there and like, but I couldn't do that. I no. can't do that. I couldn't get the, right. I wouldn't have the, the just, I don't give a fuck confidence just to right. act a fool right. and just do whatever right. comes naturally to you to pull that off. And some right. people just have it. Like the rock fucking saying goofy ass jabroni shit. You right. know what I mean? He can mm-hmm. work it. And, but and, even the other, but the other thing is though, and like, again, this is, this is something I never thought about, but that, <laughs> excuse me, Rob had mentioned COVID. to me was, um, <laughs> that was a disclaimer. like, he was like, you'll, you know, cause at one point I was like, so how much, cause I, I really don't talk to him a whole lot about wrestling. Cause I know he doesn't want to fucking talk about it. Um, it's like talking like, about work. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, like you don't want to talk about your job. Yeah. At one point, the, the one job. thing I wanted to know was how much, like, how much do you, practice for that match right like you and so and so you're gonna do this these moves are like what how what percentage of that is scripted you know what's going on and and they're like and he was like you know it totally depends he was like you'll get your points like you have to do this you're gonna do this finishing move it's not gonna work he's gonna try to strangle you with the ropes when that happens you're gonna flip over you're gonna land on the ref I feel like and then but it's like it's not a lot of choreography because it's like an eight minute match right and but there's like five or six moves that are choreographed at the, that are the important story points and he was like, and he was like, you know, it depends on who you're, you. who you're going in with. Like, if, and he even said, you know, like if it, if it's me and, and Booker T, cause he was really good friends with Booker T and they wrestled a lot together. He was like, we don't rehearse anything. We both read over what the marks are and we just go out there and There's do pro- it because we know like, each other. It's like stand up comedy where they like reference, they like look on a notepad and it's all fucking Easter eggs. <laughs> right, and then they just right, like yeah. fucking roll yeah. with it for and a while. And they're it. like another big one coming up here, airplane food. And they right. just like, look at it right. and go again. And he's like, but if it's like someone who's fairly new, new you need to go over it with them because they don't have the confidence they need to go over it they need the practice whatever and he's like but then there's some people and he mentioned somebody and he's like and it's like you know every time you're getting ready for a match he's like every single thing that he he wants to rehearse the entire match and he wants to um he wants every single move to give him heat and make you look like a dumbass. Yeah, and he's, he's like, so, the, before, so right yeah. after you go over the rope, like I'll land two and I'll like teabag you and like ham it up. And then, <laughs> and then you'll be like totally out of it for 30 seconds. And then I'll stand. And he's like, no, yeah, you're not you have throwing to, me over the ropes and teabagging me. Like you no. have to be more alpha. Cause <laughs> yeah, most exactly. dudes said, okay. And they get in there and you do like, I mean, even though it's quote unquote fake, like you have to win the crowd. Right. Um, even within the parameters. And if you can win the crowd good enough, you win over Vince, you win over the writing staff. And at the same yeah. time, cause it's money. You, it all if comes you down lose, to yeah, money. If you lose the crowd, you lose Vince, you lose the writing staff. And that's part of what feeds into Was the teabag. The real story. Was that like part of a real story? Yeah. It, tea, actually, that, teabag that was, was yeah. actually part of it. So, but, so with the hearts, um, and I think all of that will, that we just talked about will set up the Montreal screw job a little bit, but, uh, so Stu Hart is the, the founder of the family and he's just born a Canadian, um, white collar, you know, uh, normal family dude even in his 80s sitting there at like the family dinners and shit you could tell that dude's shoulders are like fucking three oh, yeah, foot across so you're like damn yeah. that motherfucker you didn't want to fight him back in the day i bet right because in the 90s he would still come out a lot like dude, when he's, they had that the thing in there they had a basement and they the called dungeon. it the dungeon mm-hmm. is he watching the video of that yeah he's so weird it's like the, he's like mick and rocky's like let me show you a move down here and like yeah. people are like ah! 
Like yeah, the worst. No, I'm like, is this hard. real? Like yeah. they're fucking <laughs> yeah. they're breaking yeah. people. Like there was this audio file they played while they were kind of talking over it, and it was like, Yes, sir, no, sir. Mm-hmm. And he was like torturing the fuck out of some teenager in the basement, like bending their fucking arms backwards. And he's like talking to him like real well, oh, calmly while he's doing it. Oh, and his youngest son, his twelfth fucking child, um, <laughs> even told his his widow she she released a book. Um Sometime after Owen's death, she released a, a, a memoir of like her and Owen. And she said that Owen remembered because he was the youngest of 12. And until a certain age, you weren't even allowed to go in the dungeon because the rule was if you go into the dungeon, you're you got to be able to up. take you got to be able to take what happened. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Like if you come in here, Stu's going to do whatever the fuck he wants to do to you. And if you're not ready for it, don't go down. there. That sounds creepy. As so fuck. when you're like, a kid, you're like, you couldn't go it? down there. Yeah. So it you can imagine touchy, though. It didn't no, I know. Yeah. I know. No, he's no, no. wrestling. He's fucking fighting. But, and shit, but so he as a kid, all he knows is his older brothers and his dad and all these big ass buff motherfuckers go down into the basement and he just hears screams of pain for hours <laughs> And he said, you know, they would come back up with their, with like the blood vessels in their eyes burst. He kept saying that. He was like, if you do this move right here, he's like, your eye blood vessels will break for six to eight weeks. You're like, six to eight weeks? Are you shipping something and, in the 80s? No. And the thing is, what though, like people, blood vessel people would come to him because they wanted to learn that move because if they could, like, if you could get someone to sign off on taking that amount of pain, you could burst their eye vessels in the ring which would have just been sick. Which I'm trying to think yeah. what like, it was. Like, I've but, been in jujitsu, and, like, you think squeezing your fucking head off by your neck would do that. It's probably fucking eye gouge or some fucking I think thing. it's I also, know. I think it's a level of pain, too. I don't know. But, but I mean, if you look at something, like, you look at the sharpshooter, you look at these moves that they pull off, like, in the ring, if you actually have someone do that shit to you, yeah, that sharpshooter would break my knee. so fucking bad, dude. That shit is awful. There were very strange, fancy, non-orthodox, crazy, weird shit he was doing where it's like that looks nothing like any jujitsu move I've right, ever seen right, like yeah. he's got your arm through his armpit like wrapped behind him and he's got tucks his head under you and right, like, right. weird shit but he's like old ass fucking man he's yeah. almost 80 doing yeah, that shit still doing I mean they let him do it but yeah, once yeah, he yeah, had yeah. them they were right. fucking like right. at his mercy but before before he was 80 though so he he ends up being a, a hot shit I, I bet you I bet you it's either trauma to the eye or some sort of like suffocation Maybe. because if you squeeze, if you suffocate, and, well, that's what and I'm saying. Like really elevate blood yeah. pressure. Yeah. yeah. So um, as a young man, he becomes a wrestler, and the like it. Uh, he's thinking about uh, going for the Summer Olympics, but the, there's a war on. World War II kicks up, so he can't go to the Olympics. But he's a good enough wrestler to do that. And you see, like the young pictures of him in the 40s and shit. And that motherfucker is ripped. That's what I'm saying about even Fuck. when he was old, you could tell. Yeah, You're you like, damn, tell. you don't want to fight that dude even now. So he gets he gets married, um, retires from the the Air Force, and they end up moving to uh, Great Falls, Montana, and they start a wrestling territory. Like this is the 40s, so the territories aren't all mapped out yet. So Stu Hart owns a territory, and I'm forgetting the name of what he called his his group. It's somewhere in my notes. Um, the Stampede Territory, and it's Western Canada and Montana. So back in the day, it was kind of like fucking mob families. In Montana. Yeah. That's, that's where weird. he lived. Okay. So that's his territory. Fine. Like in Western Canada, you can't bring oh, in, uh, you can't book a show. Right. You can't get talent. Like the, you know, if he signs someone, they only work in his territory for X amount of time. That was the way it used now, to be. Someone in the documentary quoted to say, he's like, they were like the Sopranos, but they just didn't kill anybody. But right. it was the same shit. Like right. you had to get their yeah. permission. You had to do this. Right. Yeah. Right. And then Vince, one by one, strangled him out, bought him up. It's, I think right. he bought them out in 89, 
Well, whenever he bought them, he got Bret Hart with the right, deal. So right. how, whatever year that yeah, was. That, I forget what year it was. Um, but anyway, so he buys a mansion because he's making a lot of money as the key promoter for uh, for Stampede, the Stampede territory. And um, in the basement is the dungeon. And those of you who are who are uh, wrestling fans that don't know about Stu Hart, he trained. They're not fans. God you, hey, you're not a fan. He trained superstar Billy Graham, Chris Jericho, Edge, Christian, Mark Henry, Chris Benoit, the Junkyard Dog, British Bulldog, Roddy Piper, Nikolai yeah. Volkov, Gorilla Monsoon, Honky Tonk Man, and all of the hearts. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's quite a I'm fucking a resume. Resume. I knew a lot of those names, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 And even some of them, like, Piper didn't exclusively train from him, because um, I just recently listened to Piper's episodes on Stone Cold, but, like knew Stu Hart's dungeon in Montana was the place to go. Like I'm already wrestling. I already know what I'm doing. I need to go there and I need to go there and learn whatever the fuck this guy's doing. I feel like I read somewhere in something I was looking at that they had a bear. Did you see that? Yeah, Yeah, they had a bear. A wrestling bear, like some fucking had to wrestle that shit. And it wasn't um that's Russian shit. Terrible Ted. Um and he didn't own it. He was just housing it for someone else, but it probably was some horrible wrestling gimmick. It was a toothless bear that they probably couldn't buy. But still though but Wrestle, still, I mean, a, bear. a bear's a fucking yeah. strong animal. So like, they declawed? Yeah, bears have fucking stick I think knives it was, for claws. I don't know. I, they it put was, I know mitts on it. Its teeth were removed. <laughs> they probably put boxing gloves on That's it. That's terrible. They um, took his teeth out. But Brett remembered as what? a child. What did it eat? They can't suck through straws. He can't give it bear smoothies. It salmon smoothies. He, well, Brett would put this. This is getting a little bit kinky, but Brett would put... Um, ice cream. He would let ice cream oh. melt on his feet and have oh. the bear lick the ice cream That's off disgusting. of his toes. That's, That's, That's a gross. fetishy. That's very fetishy. <laughs> yes, That's weird. So that was Brett. That was Brett. Yeah. So did he wear his big this, glasses too? I hope so. Famous yeah. glasses. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So this is this is the thing. The dungeon was the place to be up and up through the even the late nineties when he was an old man. He was still doing it. But I can imagine the seventies and eighties when he was still younger. Yeah, he would just you know, and like he said, like you you couldn't go down there unless you could fucking take. I feel it. like he's like the Gene LaBelle of wrestling. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like like that's how like right. there's always that guy that's right. like fuck. We need, I need to. I'm already doing this shit, but that's where I need to go. I need and to, the, I need the to main philosophy, like he did, he did all kinds. of I mean, he taught you the full ropes of wrestling, which a lot of wrestling schools didn't. They would just like take your money and fucking beat your ass and send you on your mm-hmm. way. He would actually teach you how to work a crowd, how to do these moves, how to do whatever. But the key tenant to his training was, I'm going to put them through so much pain with awful holds <laughs> that I know they can take whatever happens to them in the ring. Yeah, like that was his philosophy. I need to know you can take whatever the fuck it's pretty much like that's actually a, a a good training like mindset i guess like because you you want to practice hard practice is harder than the game right yeah you run way more in soccer practice than you than you'll ever match. run in yeah. a game yeah like you know what i mean or you know what i mean you practice way harder for you know learning judo than you than you do in a fucking five minute match you right. know what i mean like so yeah i think i think you have to have that mindset yeah. you know you're going to train well, yeah, wrestling practice harder. is two hours long in a match is fucking you know yeah, yeah. yeah. you're, you're you have God that mindset. damn that shit is like the worst though yeah you want to die yeah wrestling, so, and wrestling's gay he said that he used to um he used to prefer to train like because oh you can imagine hundreds thousands of people came through the dungeon the ones i named yeah. are just the ones that got really big um 
But he said that he always liked it. Uh, this Brett was talking about his father and said he always that Stu always preferred it when they came in and they were football players or weightlifters mm-hmm. because he liked to see how much people who thought they were he he enjoyed seeing how much a so-called tough guy could take oh yeah once because if you were already a wrestler you were probably or a, a martial artist or whatever you were probably already aware of the pain that these holds can do but as, yeah. you know if you're a football player and you think you're super tough yeah but you've never been in the ring and fucking had some horrible move put on you yeah he really enjoyed that and i remember said, high school football players showing up for wrestling practice because it would overlap with like their pre-training uh, or something uh-huh. and they were like they're a big guy they're all buff and shit and they would show up like I'm gonna wrestle this year. Like I'm not your weight, yeah. and then you just fucking would just destroy him. Yeah, because yeah, it had yeah. wrestled. It's the same thing now. Like you, you do jujitsu, and then you get guys from that are police officers, that are military, that are like, you know what I mean. You would think like these guys should be trained right. to be able to handle themselves, right. and all of a sudden they're rolled up like a baby, mm-hmm. and you're like, what being the fuck on the wrestling, here? being you know, on the wrestling like, team in high school was like a huge advantage because it was like people didn't fuck with you as much. Yeah, you literally got like sure. tough guy points for like yeah. fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. he's on the wrestling. Yeah, he's on the wrestling team. He fights fucking after school. You know, <laughs> for fun, right? Yeah, for fun, and so his his family, like a lot of people, said that he was a sadist and talked shit about him and wrote kind columns of, about. Man. But and then his family would say though, like, no, he was the most generous, loving, compassionate man you could ever meet. Yeah. After he worked it out on some like, fucking football players un- for two hours a day, <laughs> unless you, you were in the dungeon, that. yeah, you need like that. even yeah. if he was in the ring when he was still a professional wrestler, like he wasn't trying to hurt his opponent. He was a professional, right, professional wrestler. You yeah. know, he knew what he was doing. But like when he was, and he even said like, you know, you would be, you'd have breakfast together, and he was the most loving father ever. And when it was time to train, and you went into the basement, you were fucked until you left Dude, the basement. Zero disregard <laughs> yeah, for their I fucking. Mean, disposition like they were like screaming in fucking pain yeah and they were just like you have to look that up if you haven't seen it just look up the fucking dungeon because he is just putting the hurt on this fucking yeah. dude and he is crying like a fucking yeah. baby and he's yeah. a grown-ass man and he's just casually explaining to the other people that are watching how bad this probably hurts yeah <laughs> yeah and i mean yeah there's no like I mean, there's, oh, sorry about that i mean when, when you have moves like the camel clutch like even if it's fake, like they're out there, they're wrestling, it's it's choreographed or whatever. But when that move gets put on you and your chin's getting pulled up, Jesus your fucking Christ, arms are over their so knees, bad, dude. It's going to hurt. If you're not really you know? muscular and really flexible, that shit's. I mean, it's and gonna hurt no matter muscu- what. Usually, when you're muscular, you're, you're less not flexible. flexible. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But your back yeah. is bending backwards. Yeah. Your, yeah. your chin or the is getting banana back. splits or some bullshit. Yeah, like, it's just like yeah, I got wrestling buddies like check this out. And like the first time I had someone do that shit, that fucking like you know, I'm not Van Dam. Do the fucking splits? That shit hurts. But I think he, quickness. I think he knew that in the dungeon though, because if you're in the ring and someone fucking puts the camel clutch on you, that shit's gonna hurt like hell. Yeah. And if you're not ready for it, you can't read the crowd. You can't work the crowd. You're just gonna be tearing up and in tons of pain and <laughs> collapse man. and lose the yeah. match and lose your heat and you're not gonna get on. So he he probably put people through so much shit and the ones that he probably endorsed must have been so tough and such badasses and so immune to pain that he'd be like, oh. This kid's tough. Like, you know, I'll send him down to Vince or or whatever, you know, put him in the ring, you know, in his in his own facilities. But I'm yeah, curious, so. man, if he was still around and have him put whatever some of those moves were on me just to see what the fuck. Yeah. That guy was screaming. And I'm sh- and that's the thing. I'm sure Brett could put all those fucking moves on yeah. you. <laughs> like he grew up in that. Like there's 12, there's 12 yeah. motherfuckers who could do it. And even Owen's wife, like, eventually wanted to train and she's a doctor. Yeah, but she went into the dungeon and yeah. he was like, 
you know, he She's did no holds barred. He did yeah. not hold back. Yeah. <laughs> like I was in the dungeon. Yeah. Like there it is. Well, all of them in the bedroom weren't holding back. No. She already had some of that. Yeah. And he fucking stew wasn't. He? he had 12 kids. Um, so You're just jumping off the ropes in the bedroom. They yeah. Just set up. <laughs> fucking, it's a little, it's like a little baby ring. Yeah. It's a flying yeah. squirrel. Yeah. It's flying he, squirrel to penetration. He would have the youngest child in the corner with the bell. So he would <laughs> ding, ding, ding it once he came. I'm going to have know? a brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah, he was picture. even through all of the, uh, like Bret Hart, you know, his days, like Stu would come in and do little storylines and fucking beef with Vince or beef with Jerry, the King Lawler or whatever. Um, and he would, he would still do shit and he was at a lot of the pay-per-views and stuff and he would always get like standing ovations, but, um, he died of old in 2003. Right. Like you're I read, like, I read how he died. died. What's that? Well, no, he died because he had an elbow infection. Oh, okay. Infection he had pneumonia. Of, infection of elbow. He had That's pneumonia. <laughs> then he got an infected elbow. Oh, wow. Then he was laid up from the infected elbow and got pneumonia again. And then while he had the infected <laughs> elbow and pneumonia, he had a stroke and then uh, he died. The people's elbow was a tribute. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That was, yeah I wonder that would be that'd be funny if on, that's really yeah. the backstory on yeah. the what a weird elbow. thing an infection or elbow because he had old man paper skin probably, he probably just bumped it he had old man paper skin and like probably all the all the good parts in your elbow didn't work anymore well he had paper uh, skin and he probably kept going in the dungeon and got fucking yeah. wrestling germs uh, in there yeah probably yeah yeah I thought he was mopping the mat down there so um Bret Hart was the the most famous in ring yeah. of all the hearts. So Bret Hart um and I I was Bret Hart was fucking famous. Famous. Like, and I was I was, was telling Brent like I missed the Bret Hart days. Like I wasn't there for it. Oh, like yeah. I probably when I was super Those were young my days. I kind of stopped watching when Bret Hart was just climbing up yeah. and I really got super into it, like right after the Montreal screw yeah. job. So he was in ECW and really big, but I wasn't a huge ECW yeah. fan. I was more uh, WWF at the time. Um, so I missed the rise. I mean, he, I obviously knew he, who he was, he was huge. Like, yeah. 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 Um, but so he was the eighth child. He, um, he, did tons of uh, obviously all the heart children. You read their backstories, and it's like, um, oh, I got. I, they won all these awards. Like they they were the best wrestler in their high school, and then they won city, and then they won state, and then they won fucking. It's like, of course yeah. they did. They grew up in the goddamn yeah. dungeon. <laughs> like, well, that's like uh, like Brock Lesnar. Like his fights in the UFC. Yeah, he was actually. I mean, he was a wrestler for for you know a professional wrestler. You know the acting wrestlers. I guess mm -hmm. you could say. But he was also a fucking right. collegiate champion. Yep. So they were, he was a real wrestler. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. and then moved on, right. you know, to wrestle to make money because you can't really right. wrestle high school, college wrestle. You don't make money. Um, and then, and then, you like know, Kurt Angle in, too. Like, yeah, Kurt, Kurt Angle, Angle also. Yeah. He's all American. Gold medal, yeah. you know, Olympian. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, like, but what you're talking about the Hart children, I think I found the best name. Okay. So Bruce Hart, you know, who that is. Mm mm. Okay, so Bruce Hart, he's one of the brothers. It's Bruce Ambrosia Edwardius Hart. Oh, that's, his that's his whole name? <laughs> that's his whole Fuck. name. Wow. Bruce Ambrose Edwardius Hart. Yeah, I was like, that is, that's a fucking name right there. Yeah. I think if you're going to see, and this is the problem that's with a you guys. Guy. Yeah, it or, could be, or it a rare, be. like a rare gem, Ambrose, gemstone. That yeah. sounds like a rare gemstone. Ambrose Edwardius. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem. Like those of you on social media, nobody cares about your middle name. 
But if you have two middle names that are that dope, now now we're now yeah. you now you add your middle name, right? And if you only have one middle name, go ahead and add a second name to your middle name, or unless it's like get a, rid of your first name and call it your middle name, and then you have two middle a, names and no first. If it's like a down, because no, then that's still three. You if it's like four. a down south two middle names and one of them is bob that doesn't yeah. count because like even like, like like my name's david jim bob moton like that yeah. doesn't count no, that no, doesn't no. make you no. sound better no that makes you sound david worse. jim bob moton. <laughs> yeah yeah you're, you're horrible yeah. yeah but ambrose edwardius that's fantastic yeah, yeah. that that is you you write that every time and did you he say wrestled? what is your name yeah, I, well, all the hearts wrestled. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, did he did he break out or was uh, he? I don't think because a lot did. of them did indie stuff, and you know, a lot of them didn't didn't go to the. Yeah. And one of the it was even one of the problems that will get that that Owen Hart face second generation second generation wrestler. I don't. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't really know too much about him because one of the problems that a lot of the hearts faced was Bret Hart got so. I mean, he was bigger than Hulk Hogan. He was he was the yeah. he was the rock. Oh, yeah, he, he was, was triple. Man. I mean, he yeah. was the guy. I have, I have for a name a good for chunk Brad. Of years. I have a name for Brad from the next episode, but I it's. It's so notable, and he just brought this up. I have to tell him. Okay. I want to know what Brad thinks about this name. It's Theophrastus Bombastus von Hollenheim, better known as Paracelsus. <laughs> That's a name from the next episode. Hit me that. Hit me. Hit me with that again. Theophrast Theophrastus Bombastus von Hollenheim, better known as Paracelsus. Paracelsus. That's so dope. Yeah, what is he German? Dope. That's a fucking uh, British or something, maybe. Yeah, sounds fucking, German. Yeah, it sounds German. Maybe the... bombastus. Um, I can't remember. Bombastus is it means excessively pretentious or pompous. So in his name, he's an asshole. Oh, right? bombastus. Bombastus. Okay, I thought you said yeah. von Bassus. No, von yeah, is von in Bassus. there. Yeah, it's a uh, Theophrastus Bombastus von Holdenheim. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, six names, that's but better known name. as Paracelsus. And even that's awesome. Yeah. The, the but my friends call me Paracelsus. <laughs> they call you what? Paracelsus. <laughs> that's a great name. So Bruce made several appearances in WWF 92, 94 with Brett Nowen, uh, but didn't really catch on, but he was a promoter, mm -hmm. uh, wrestled in Japan, all that stuff. So like, but it was really, you know, I same mean, thing. but Brett got, that's, that's what I was saying. Brett got so big that the other heart didn't really yeah. have a place. Like yeah. even when Owen, who was, Owen got popular, Owen got while, popular, yeah. but it, but he only broke into the WWF as the fucking blue bomber or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we yeah, get to bomber that, man. That, yeah. Where yeah. he wore a full face mask. Yep. He didn't bill himself. Yeah, as like a Owen. Luchador. Luchador. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because everybody was like, you can't be, you know, you can't be a heart. Yeah. Like, because there was already the heart foundation. Yeah. There's already a uh, nigh heart plus, you know, yeah. uh, your brother is wrestling with his brother-in-law. Um, there's no room for more hearts. But that's so, how they yeah, brought him in. There was like a rivalry between Brett and Owen, and he said that he was like the eventually you know, the jealous brothers. Right. Yeah, that was later though. At first, yeah. he was just this pure. No, I remember character. that. I saw yeah. the I saw yeah. the cape thing. I watched yeah. a bunch of that shit. Yeah. That's actually he was wearing that shit when he. Yeah, he went yeah, back to that. that. Yeah, yeah, he went back yeah. to it and it killed yeah. him. So, um, Brett was uh, his catchphrase was "I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best they'll ever be." Very Muhammad Ali and. Um, Again, like I listen to that Stone Cold podcast a lot and almost everyone he talks to, he's always like, who are your top three? Like of all time, who are your top three? And it's always Red Hearts in pick there. your yeah. third, pick yeah. some random third, usually yeah. someone you've never fucking heard of because yeah. it was way before your time Underrated. and it was Ric Flair right. and it was Bret Hart. Yeah. It's always Bret Hart, Ric Flair, some fucking dude you've never heard of. Yeah. Like that's, or some dude you've heard of, like, you know, 
uh, fucking I know, I know Ricky, my... Ricky Steamboat or right. somebody. And it's like, really? And it's yeah. like, but what? Because they're looking at the psychology in the ring. Yeah. Their ability yeah. to work, their ability to take a hit, their ability to not fuck somebody else up, their ability to sell. And maybe them as a trainer or something to do that a, you don't know. To do a promo, you know, doing promotions. Yeah. That's one of the hardest things that that I don't think wrestling. And again, that movie about Paige shows it like cutting a promo has to be so fucking hard. Yeah. Because everything that you want to say to insult the other guy, someone else has already fucking said it. Right. And you can't, you know, and yeah. that's why The Rock and Stone Cold were so amazing because their promos were just out of this world. Yeah. I still fall into rabbit holes on YouTube and will just watch Stone Cold rants. Yeah. You know, I mean, even just the first time he's fucking like, you know. Stone Cold. I just remember that like, motherfucker. That was brilliant. Yeah. Like, you know, what was it? Stone Cold 316. Uh, was it just, I'm going to whoop your ass? Yeah, I'm going to whoop your I'm ass. I'm going to whoop yeah. your ass. That's the bottom yeah. line. Because Stone Cold said so. Like, yeah. he was just. I was the one that drank beer all the time, right? Yeah, yeah he my, smashed my, the beer yeah, can on My old fucking roommate. But and that I motherfucker. never understood. No one's ever asked him on the podcast. I don't understand who was throwing those beers at him. Because they should like they were amazing. It, the beer would lob from the twentieth row at a perfect arc, and just he would hold up his hand, and that it motherfucker would, would just land hand, yeah. right in his, his hand. hand. Wow! I mean, and then he would grab two, and he would open them both, and and I was just like, he never missed. Like, what the fuck? There's some amazing internet videos. With yeah. That. Um. But yeah. So Brett got huge. Uh. He um did steroids. Oh, Austin three sixteen says I just yeah, I just whooped your Austin three sixteen says I just whooped your ass. ass. Okay. Yeah, that's what it yeah. was. That was the um, that was the scripture. And he just riffed it like because right. I think someone else said a Bible verse and he was like, Came oh, such and such three sixteen. Well, I'm gonna tell you, Austin three sixteen. Yeah. I just whooped your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they were very, very uh, original, yeah. you know. And I remember that motherfucker running out there with cut off jean shorts oh, and, yeah. and knee braces. Yeah, yep. like the motherfucker had knee braces on, still going out there, wobbling out there. Yep. Like, and even little things that he did, like a throwaway thing that I remember the first time he did it, I was like, "This is never going away." And I don't remember who he was talking to. It might have been Vince. He was talking to somebody, and it was just like, and they said something. And he was, someone was trying to have a conversation with him. And every time they would talk, he would just say, what, <laughs> what? Just cut him off. What? Oh, and they started doing what? it in the crowd. Yeah, the crowds. Like, and they, to this talking, day, yeah. 20 years later, yeah. when someone's saying shit that the crowd's getting bored with, every time they pause for a that's breath, crazy. the entire crowd goes, what? <laughs> that right there, that that's pretty insane. Like, because he's not even around anymore. I mean, he's still in the community, yeah, yeah. but he's yeah. not wrestling no, anymore. No, and for that to still just there. stand. Yeah. Yep. That's funny. Like I wonder that, if half that the is, people know is, why they're yelling what, though. They I think not, they do. They if you're wrestling, most most people who will attend a match have a history. Well, well and they might not know that it started with Stone Cold. They though. might not. Man, the people but, they pick to interview know. for the at, uh, wrestling fans. Oh, I'm not saying it's all wrestling fans. Obviously, you two probably are very intelligent men, and you, li- you love wrestling. But wow, where there's some fucking wrestling yeah. fans they yeah. talk to in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the news. Oh. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, the news never pick a... never picks somebody who's intelligent yeah. and can speak. <laughs> right. It's my always mom, fucking. When I was little, my mom used to get so fucking mad about that because she'd be like. 
every fucking time the news interviews someone from Bakersfield, they're all Bakersfield, California, and they would go to like Cope's Food Fair, which is like uh, the yeah. fucking crazy little oaky grocery store in Oildale. Right. And they would have the craziest toothless fucking like stoned ass, yeah. uh, like not stoned, but stained like wife beater, greasy ass yeah. motherfucker with like three hairs sticking out of his head. And he'd be like, well, I'll tell you what, that fucking dog, I saw it down there right there. That fucking dog ran out in the road and the fucking train ain't it. And he was like, God damn it. Yeah. Like that's our representation of Bakersfield well, every fucking time. When you're the director of the news show and like uh, the three people in front of him were just like a dude on his way to work and they're yeah. like, did you see this? And he was like, yeah, I did see it. It was alarming. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's like, do I want to put that guy on the news no. or do I want to? Well, and it's, the, it's Hollywood's portrayal of Bakersfield too sure. because any time you watch a movie and they're in Bakersfield, California, it's, it's some fucking farm town. Yeah. Like it's farm. Right. Like there's no city to, yeah. you know what I mean? Like there's no like housing. It's just like this farm area. Right. Man, right. that, that and, YouTube video of the black lady where there's a fire in her house or whatever. Oh my fucking God. I know you've seen that shit. Sweet what is brown? it? There's two different ones actually. There's one she said she was like, someone said they were making Pop Tarts or something. I don't know. Those fucking videos are hilarious. What are they? Yeah, the Sweet Brown is one of them. Sweet Brown is the one. There's another one. There's a big lady. That's a skinnier lady. Sweet Brown. There's a big lady that says some shit. Have you guys been getting eaten up by mosquitoes? I went out to go get a cold pop. (laughs) Yeah, that one. She's so funny. I didn't have no shoes or nothing, Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. Well, there's a bigger one, too. Oh, man. So... But um, so Brett hits. So 84 uh, Vince acquires um, Stampede and uh, Brett goes there in 84 and and it's just a continual growth for him. Right. Um, And, you know, and you go to the Wikipedia and it's like you can always tell the length of the Wikipedia entry just by looking at the scroll bar. Yeah. You know, and when you look at the scroll bar of of Bret Hart's and it's like this little minuscule dot you're like oh goddamn this is a long page yeah. when the scroll bar is half your screen then there's nothing on the yeah. paper when I got but so it's like you can just read the whole page of and then he got into this beef with this guy and then at this pay-per-view so all that shit happened sure. somebody somebody took time and yeah, put yeah, yeah. Into all that, all that yeah. stuff is there so but he had a, a a huge career and for those of you who don't know that's the other lady no I haven't seen that's that. a different one that one's fucking um, hilarious too for those who, uh, who, who aren't from familiar with him he like he was at the time he was bigger than hulk hogan he was the biggest yeah. this is pre the rock and well, stone Cold. and what i was gonna say too is that like bret hart like was kind of like i don't know i want to say like i don't know i had a buddy big in wrestling like mm-hmm. like way bigger than me in wrestling like him and another friend created their own wrestling game where they rolled dice and then their character did mm-hmm. the move like that they had written down like from one to, you know, 11 or whatever, sure. you know, or two to 11, whatever it was. And they had a little WWF wrestling ring and we're well into high school. Like right. this fucking right. nerd shit. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I've got 40 and, lasers and I'm yeah. missile proof. <laughs> and, uh, but we weren't nerds though. Like, yeah. I mean, we listened to insane clown posse, like fucking skated right. road bikes, right. fucking, you know what I mean? Like all that stuff. Proper the above. white trash. Yeah. Yeah. Proper. Lived in mobile homes. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, yeah. Trailers, so that is the whole you know? insane clown posse. And, and WWF uh, skateboarding. You know, it's yeah. part of it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, you know, and, and when I met him, the funny, like I met him, like I was in junior high. He was a year older than me. Uh, he was one of my best friends growing up and he lives on the East coast now, but, um, he came from Oildale You know, we talked about Oildale, the three hair hated, <laughs> he was racist, like hated black people. Right. And had never met a black person. Like, and we were literally right. in junior high, right. never met a black person before. And I was like, 
what the, I grew up with black people. Because in the world, though, I mean? at that, that time, yeah. like that many years and ago, so, there, yeah, there really wasn't. There, yeah, no, no black people. And, yeah. yeah, and just just had no idea. Like, and then like later down the road, like our friends are Mexican and black. Like he changed, you know, sure, he moved sure. into this new environment and and changed as a person. Right, like it's, it was right. funny to watch. And uh, but but uh, and he only listened to Nirvana. That was the funniest at the end of that. Yeah. yeah. Only listened to Nirvana, but then got into Insane Clown Posse later on. But they had that game and Bret Hart was his dude. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that, right. that was his dude. Right. You know, like Bret Hart. What, and I never got it. Like I always, he like, had a custom Bret Hart piece. So even if he played Monopoly, he was still Bret Hart. Yeah. Put it yeah. In there. yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like, no matter Bret what you played. Yeah. <laughs> Bret Hart checkers. Yeah, yeah. No matter what you uh, played. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I always liked like the, you know, Ahmed Johnson or, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like somebody different, you know, right. like never the mainstream dude, right, right. you know, but, but, um, Bret Hart was the, the pinnacle. Yeah. He was the guy. Yeah. He was the best. Right. And I never really saw it. Like I didn't see it. Like I, I, I always looked for something different, you know? And I think the difference was, I think at the, I think when Bret Hart was there, I was a much more casual wrestling fan. Yeah. And to the casual wrestling fan, if they, if they're not doing, crazy luchador aerial shit yeah or if they don't cut sick promos that are so out of this world you just don't appreciate them yeah and that might be it i he didn't do that style of wrestling yeah and he didn't cut great promos but what he did in the ring was as good as it gets yeah well, like, they but if about you that. don't know wrestling very well because i rewatched a couple of his matches and i was like god damn this motherfucker is good yeah like he's so good you know there's some of the technicality for owen like that motherfucker could do like a flip with his arms still like in a lock yeah. land bounce back do the backflip again you know all these crazy ass acrobats but he didn't want to do the acting part he didn't want to pretend right, right. he's having an affair um, with some other wrestler chick against his wife. Like he wouldn't play the acting part yeah. and he didn't evolve in that way. That's why they put him back in that fucking luchador mm -hmm. thing because right. the writers couldn't come up with a way to utilize him, even though he was one of the top Amazing. technical yeah. wrestlers right. and he was one of the best wrestlers that they had, right. but he didn't want to like, and he didn't want to do the acting Owen Hart is arguably almost better than Brett. Yeah. Someone Technically. said, yeah, because he went, because Owen Hart went and spent time in Japan and learned yes. all the, yeah. the aerobatic shit, you yeah. know, and like, yeah, he could like do a backflip, land his ass on the rope, flip back. Like he could land on his feet from any fucking movie. He's like and a cat. In, in American wrestling, that was way ahead of its time. Yeah. Owen yeah, was yeah. way ahead. Yeah, of someone this time. said like we in, had the mask in Mexican on wrestling and Japanese wrestling. That's just what was already happening. Yeah. But in American wrestling, Owen for an was American way ahead wrestler of to like do some it, some of the hardcore crazy, wrestlers yeah. said they knew right away. Like he had the mask on and came out, and they're like, "Oh, it's fucking that's that's Owen Hart." Yeah, because they knew him from up and coming. Like right. the first time he entered the ring, they're like this dude's gonna be fucking like famous for yeah. sure yeah. because yeah. of his ability to do that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yep. So Brett ends up in WWF and he's at the, he's at the, the top of his game and it's uh 97. Um, and this is, uh, when, uh, Shawn Michael and triple H were in uh degeneration X. This is when this is the, ECW, big, yeah. the big period ECW yeah. is out. And yep. for 83 weeks in a row, ECW has been beating WWF yeah. in the ratings. ECW is huge. And yeah. Vince McMahon was losing tons of money. And he couldn't afford to pay 
uh, Brett's contract. I thought it was WCW. No, WCW was there too. I mean, WCW. Oh, you're right. No, WCW. It is WCW. Yeah, WCW is beating. ECW wasn't beating him ratings, but ECW was there too. Their pay-per-views. ECW right. pay-per-views are huge. Because it was, yeah. uh, what's his name that owns uh, WCW? I can't think of his name right and now. And I think at this time, Rob Van Dam was in ECW. He was. Yeah, and so that's where yeah. we were watching. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I didn't mean yeah. to say ECW. Because during the uh, WCW, job, he, he the, writes the Ted Turner. W, Ted Turner. There but WCW had Kevin Nash, had yep. Ric Flair still, had Sting. like had these Sting, yeah, had had a ton of people yeah. that eventually moved to WWF. Sting Goldberg, was the one that came in yeah. off the ceiling and shit, right? Uh was that the dude that like dropped it off the ceiling all dramatic and shit? I don't know. I didn't watch it. Like I said, I didn't yeah. watch a lot of WCW. Yeah. I was like pure WW. I would only, because they were on competing times. Yeah. I only Dusty watched Ro- where WCW was Dusty when WWF got bored. Where was, like, where was uh, Gold Dust at? WCW? WCW. Yeah. So that yeah. was, he was huge at yeah. that time also. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just a ton of, there was a, oh, Razor Ramon. That had to be, Gold Dust had to be awful. Wearing that fucking zip that up, unbreathable bodysuit yeah. covered in gold, gold paint. paint. Yeah. Your your his body is not yeah. breathing. No. Like no, every no, no. time I saw him in the middle dude. of a match, a I was like, oh my was God, the, you the, have to be dying. The flamboyant, like homophobic character. Yeah, was, yeah he, was, he was very flamboyant. Yeah, he was very it was flamboyant. Dusty Rhodes, yeah. Because yeah. well, they said outside of that character, he was like a Texas fucking dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it wasn't it wasn't him at all. But yeah. the character, and the character was genius. Like oh, yeah, he was, was so over the top. It was like Mankind, Mick Foley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mankind was so over the top. He's so fucking weird. And that's why this is, I mean, they call this the Attitude Era. It's not just because because the rock and stone cold were the top. Um, but it was because everybody had big at like the characters were ridiculous. The, the fucking undertaker would have fucking, I still, I, I still watch. There's one match where I think it was him and Kane and like a fucking buried yeah, alive this, match this or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> and like at some point, like the undertaker, like does a gesture and a fucking lightning bolt strikes the oh, coffin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? Tesla coiled it somehow. <laughs> like, yeah, to hit the coffin. They must have had a really thin wire. Oh, dude, it yeah. was fucking, cra- but just like crazy shit. And it was just like they got a military spectacle. contract just for that technology. And speaking of Tesla coils, did you see the guy who did uh, Toto's Africa with a Tesla coil? No, no. I did see that video. Yeah, fucking fantastic. Someone tagged you. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, so. So this is what's going on. 97. Um, and Bret Hart, uh, is 40 years old, which in wrestling terms is really the pinnacle, right? Like at about 40, you've put in enough dues, you know what you're doing. Yeah. You're still in good enough shape to still sell pay-per-views. You have enough skill from all the years that you've learned to do dope shit at pay, like 40, like even like when I hear wrestlers talk like the 30, 35 to like 40, 42 as a wrestler is usually when you peak if you're right. going to be really big because you're no longer the kid. You know what you're doing. The fans have a long investment been around. in you. You've been around. If you yeah. made it that and long without everything being broken, yeah, 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 yeah. you're still yeah. functional. Yeah. So he's 40. He's he's really at the top of his career. And, and it starts with what seems like a genuine good gesture on Vince's part because Vince is like, look, I can't keep paying you. Right. Like we're on contract. 
I can't pay you this money because we're not making well, enough because money. Because what happens is WCW offers him like, I don't know, $9 million or something to go to leave. They offered him $2.5 million a year In the document, he says nine. Years. He says nine yeah. while he's swimming in a pool telling the story. And I, then I, when I heard that on the other stuff, they said, I think it was $3 million. But he per said year, nine. For three years. Well, it was two, I think okay. it was two point five per year for three years plus a million dollar signing bonus so about or something nine, like yeah, that. About yeah. nine. Roughly yeah. nine million. Um, so he's, uh, he's leveraging that. And then so Vince says, well, I'll give you a 20-year contract. So Vince gives Brett a 20 year contract, but then, so he does, he turns down WCW stays, mm -hmm. but then what happens is WCW is kind of kicking their ass. Right. And so he doesn't have enough money to actually honor the contract. Right. So he tells Brett, you'd be doing me a favor if you went to WCW, right. but now he already said no. So he's probably not getting a $9 million offer anymore. Um, and so he decides, well, I'm doing you a favor. I'm going to have to go to WCW. But then there's a debate on like, how am I exiting? He currently has the belt. Right. You can't leave with the belt. Yeah. Cause then Ted Turner's going to leverage the fuck out of that and be like, we got your belt too, bitch. Like right. we, we still got right. your belt. So he has to give up his belt, but he doesn't want to do it in Canada. Right. This is so, so uh, but there's a lot of factors that go on here. One, he, he's fighting Shawn Michaels, who right. was also huge. Great. Like to me, Shawn Michaels is, is in Shawn Michaels the one that was in Shawn play, Michaels is one of the top. He's also, one of the top. Yeah. He was the one that was in Playgirl and, and shit, sweet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet, yeah. Sweet yeah. He was music. fucking yeah. amazing. He was an amazing wrestler yeah. and showman promos, like all of it. Um, I had kind of a man crush on Shawn Michaels. He was in Playgirl. Like, he when was, I said Playgirl, you got real excited. He was, Shawn, and you upped Shawn your game Michaels about. was really good. And Shawn Michaels, ironically, was kind of the reason Owen died because he was the one that at pay-per-view pay-per-view after pay-per-view his entrances got bigger until he was flying down on wires through fireworks right, into yeah. the ring at paper yeah. like he was doing all this crazy high wire shit um that led to everyone thinking yeah. that owen should do it as well but so sean michaels and i didn't see the reason why but sean michaels and um brett hart had a genuine beef they genuinely didn't like each other there's the hair I think it was there. Yeah. And um, even at one point, I think it was just personality. Like I remember on the interview, he said something about him just fucking being full of himself. Like he's in playgirl and all that fucking shit. Like he just didn't like him because he, he's like trying to be better than him. It's just rivalry. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and then at one point when they were talking about it and, and again, all that, like, because Bret Hart was in a fight, actually. He pulled his fucking hair out in the locker room. Is that what it was? And Shawn Michaels okay. ran up to Vince McMahon with a fucking like put like a like a gerbil of hair in his hand. <laughs> a tribble. And, and he fucking put it on his desk and he said, This is an unsafe working environment. I said, really? <laughs> Bitch. Oh, you think so? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Did you realize the Undertaker's because throwing lightning through the crowd right yeah. now? <laughs> like someone said they watched the fight and it was like two prostitutes fighting or something is what they said because they both had long yeah, ass long hair, hair and yeah. they had each other by their hair swinging each other around and yeah, ended yeah. with him having a handful of his hair. And he went oh, yeah. The yeah. hair swing. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yep. Um, so... But again, it's not a crazy thing to ask for like the... So, but, so on top of this, he doesn't... He's the champion... He's literally signed the contract. Everything is set up. So he's doing this pay-per-view on Sunday and on Monday, he's going to the other right. company to record. So tomorrow in I'm that not 20 year in contract. He had a uh, creative control over his character or something. So it, in like the fine print, he got to decide that his character wasn't going to be humiliated or something. Well, so no, the, the thing was the, the, no, I think the creative control was given to him by WCW no, that, that's what part of the problem was, was that he had, as well. yeah, because so, that he got to choose that he would not be humiliated, right. that he could just set the belt down and walk the fuck Right, out. that was the thing. And there yeah. was a million endings that could have happened yeah. that let him save face, 
let him give the belt over. And he wears you know. a wire into Vince McMahon's office and has the discussion. And right. Vince <laughs> totally leads him yeah. to be like, yeah, man, whatever right. you want to do. Like, because he had years and years with him. Right. He made it seem like it was totally yeah. cool. But I mean, anything, I mean, just a common thing. Like, so you set up a rivalry where like you just have so, like he and you know, they're both wrestling and someone does a run in and hits Brett over the back of the head with a chair, knocks him out. The ref didn't see it. The belt changes yeah. hands. The crowd boos this new guy who has yeah. all this fucking heat and runs off. And then at the next pay-per-view, this guy's the guy who stole the belt from, from Bret Hart. Like that oh, would have yeah. been great. Like that would have been the sensible yeah. thing to do. But the other thing is part of the beef that led up to it was um, Shawn Michaels talking tons of shit about Canada. So part of the the fictional beef, the what they would call the kayfabe beef, the, the fake beef, was was a national rivalry. So it's not only that, but it's in Canada. Canada. He's proud of Bret Hart's proud of yeah. being Canadian. Well, he, Bret Hart the, went through a whole phase where they made him be a heel too, where he had to become the bad guy right. at some point, yeah. and he talked a bunch of shit about America and was all about Canadian mm-hmm. pride. So mm-hmm. that probably led to that. So if he didn't want to lose to anyone, he didn't want to lose to him. He didn't want to give the belt up to him. It was like all his worst right. nightmares. Exactly. He didn't want exactly. to do it. He didn't want to do it that way and he definitely didn't want to give it to him and then even um w- apparently backstage he talked to to sean michaels and he said um uh, you know just so you know i'm totally happy to drop the belt to you right at the pay-per-view yeah, like I, I have no yeah. i have no problems with that yeah and he turned around and said thanks i appreciate that but i wouldn't do the same for you oh yeah. damn like so that was the relationship he had so numerous reasons that he didn't want to fucking go out like a bitch he bought um, the ref a first class plane ticket and like talked to him and shit and said hey you're not gonna f- tell me you won't count me out promise me you won't do some shit to fucking count me out no matter what vince says he's Earl like, hebner yeah, yeah he said i'll never the guy too yeah he said i would not do that to you like he was like i've known you for years and years and years i would never do that and i guess unless mr mcmahon says so well like (laughs) 30 seconds before you walk in the ring mr mcmahon said so was the problem he didn't think he had any kind of dilemma and they fucking put it on him and they said who pays your paycheck if you want a job you'll ring that bell right he's like when he puts him in the fucking what's it called the the sharpshooter you ring the fucking bell and he said that his brain was about to explode on his way walking to the ring because he was like i really don't know what i'm gonna do right i I promised him I wasn't going to do it because I didn't think I thought I had a choice. And now they just gave me an ultimatum. Like he he's going to have to do this right. shit if he wants to keep his job. So he packed like he knew like two minutes before or something because he told someone, get my shit and get it in the Fuck car. Yeah, he did. Because he's going to he knew he's going to have to do it and it's not going to be good. So when he did it, he fucking ran to his car, got in his car and left. Yeah. 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 Good call. Yeah. Good call, yeah. Earl Hebner, because he knocked his boss out. Yeah. I can't imagine what he would have done to you. Yeah. You know, um, so yeah, he gets in there, he does the sharpshooter, and um, that wasn't the planned ending, right? right? And while he's in the sharpshooter, because he even said that he was told, like, I'm going to get in the sharpshooter, and I don't know what the next plan was supposed to be, but he was supposed to reach under and grab Shawn Michaels' leg and pull him through and break the sharpshooter. And I guess Shawn Michaels were- did the sharpshooter wrong. He didn't even know how to do it right, so he got it in backwards. He stepped through wrong, and Brett adjusted and fixed it for him so that he had Fuck. the move correctly, <laughs> so he gave it to him. <laughs> And then they rang the fucking bell. And they rang the bell. So and so uh, Earl Hebner looks down, and it's it's very well choreographed because the camera angle is an angle where you can't see the hand that Earl Hebner is looking at. So when he looks over and says, ring the bell, ring the bell, like your assumption is he tapped out, but you can't see his hand yeah. from that camera. They're not camera. showing that side. So the, yeah. the fans can't see that he didn't tap out. See, how could they plan the that? The live that ones good, did, man. though. That's what I'm saying. How could they plan that? Well, they have multiple good. camera angles. That's they what just they chose do, the camera man. angle. 
That's what they you do. have McMahon standing in the room saying this camera angle right here. We're gonna Fucking they're gonna land it. In, yeah. Well, because side, yeah. because normally there's all those cameras around and they're like get his hand right like we want the angle where he's gonna tap and this isn't the angle so cut to three that's where the tap's gonna be the director was just doing the exact opposite cut to one because we can't see that hand the the one the same guy that's setting it up pays you and especially because it's a live pay-per-view so there was no editing like you had to fucking be doing that shit on the fly so but they acted like there was a tap out and you can see like if you watch you know the the last even if you don't want to watch the whole movie you can cut to the last 20 minutes or so of uh wrestling with shadows and you see it happen is that one's interesting because the documentary crew who had permission to be filming is also on the ground with the documentary camera so you get different angles than the wwf angle um that they're that they're doing but um, you just see it like you see it like I don't even think Shawn Michaels knew because when that bell happens, you he see swears he didn't because I mean, granted, he's paid to be an actor. But the look on his face, like he's looking at the ref and looking back like, what the fuck? Like he looks just as confused as Bret Hart does about why someone's ringing the bell right now. Like they both look really fucking confused. Right. And then Vince McMahon's on the side of the ring screaming, ring the bell. Vince on the, the side of the ring. And Vince brought Triple H down to have Triple H escort Shawn Michaels out. Right. Which to me... I don't know if that means Triple H knew. He says in the hallway uh, to Brett's wife that he does not. Know. She's in the hallway scolding those I don't Like It's I don't so know. crazy his, to see Triple H and those yeah. giant men, and she is chewing their ass. They all just have their head to their yeah, fucking they're chest. They're just looking at the and ground. They're like, no, ma'am. No, yeah. ma'am. No, ma'am. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I didn't know. I swear to you, I didn't know. I did not know. We didn't know. I don't know. Triple well, H. because they're respected like, right. in that, in that, in that yeah. sense. You know what I mean? Like they're, Triple they're H didn't respected. sell me on the he didn't know. Shawn Michaels did. Like in the, But then again, yeah. I mean, if Triple H knew, Triple H knew like – Vince probably said, um, he's about to lose. We're about to take this belt. Come down with me. You're escorting him out of the ring. So Brett doesn't try to whoop uh, his ass. He wants to leave me. I'm going to show him. I think if he knew, he knew kind of like Earl Hebner cried, I believe he said that he he like went into tears. I think triple H knew, but I think Vince told triple H right when they were walking out, like we're going down to do this because you can tell triple H is being bodyguard. Yeah. Like, cause I feel like if triple H wasn't there, Brett Hart probably would have fucking jumped Shawn Michaels. Maybe. Like right, like yeah. right out of the ring because he yeah. fucking started breaking uh, monitors and fucking with cameras and he was like out of his. Yeah, he head. broke real equipment. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, that right there was a setup. Like they set him up. Yeah, I mean, hence complete, the name. complete. Yeah, and 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 fucking. And then you can watch. Pissed. You can watch the interview. I think it was like a week after. It might have even been the next day. Um, and Vince is interviewed about, you know, and he's being very Vince and he's, you know, he says, Shawn Michaels didn't screw Bret Hart. Hart Vince McMahon didn't screw Bret Hart. Bret Hart screwed Bret Hart. You know, it's kind of like doing a black uh, eye while he's saying it. Yeah, he does. Yeah. (laughs) Um, doing Vince McMahon is kind of like doing, uh, Nixon with less jowl and harder (laughs) teas. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I remember we we uh we covered him and fucking seen those pictures. That motherfucker was on growth hormone and steroids. This was when he was at his. This is when he was at his biggest too. Yeah, this is, is when. Yeah. Yeah. he's still he big. Most, I mean, yeah. fucking, the motherfuckers are wide. Yeah, like they're like is. fucking refrigerators. <laughs> and I mean, and I also had to commend um the 
whoever you know whoever threw stone cold's beers must have also taught accuracy to Bret Hart because when he's standing in that ring and he spits he spits right in McMahon's and he eye. wasn't he, was, <laughs> he just fucking hits yeah. him right where he wanted to hit and it was him. a lot like yeah <laughs> he like he, when you wrestle you have cotton mouth dude when yeah. you do jiu-jitsu oh, yeah. you wrestle you have yeah. no spit and he mm-hmm. fucking just had one ready he walks over yep. and just fucking spit just, over the yeah. rope yeah. right on his yep. face dude yep. I was like damn yeah. Um, so yeah, so then he goes backstage and he, uh, and you can see in the movie, I mean, you hear, you know, in the There's locker like no room. worse disrespect. If he would have pissed on him, maybe. Yeah. It, yeah. Pulled no, his dick yeah, out yeah pissed yeah, on yeah, command. Yeah. Or shit mean. on him. Like yeah. knocked him out and shit on right, him. Like, yeah. There is worse respect. Your eye. Yeah. Don't make yeah. Brad, man. He'll shit yeah. on you. Yeah. Murdering your children. Yeah. That's like the next step. Like there's yeah, always get, a, a next level. I'm having yeah. flashbacks of you talking about shitting in someone's mouth in a, a fucking hammock or something. There's something in the beginning of the podcast that you talked about a hammock with a hole in it so you could just shit in women's mouth. Like there is some line that you said. Is it mine? Yes. I remember. I just had a flashback. No, that was there's John a, McAfee. There's a Maxis glitch. No, that was John McAfee that, that shit did that in someone's shit. Mouth? John McAfee did that hung in the hammock and he would had oh, a hole in the right. hammock that's and shit. I have a vision yeah. of you saying that. That's not yeah. me. Yeah. That's John, no, that's McAfee. John McAfee. Maybe I said it yeah. on the show. Maybe, but yeah. 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 Probably the, motherfucker. I blamed you immediately because of pissing in your I mouth. I wish our yeah. podcast was bigger. We can get him on the show. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was funny. So, yeah, I need to reply back. We're trying to get John McAfee on this show. Um, but so he goes backstage <laughs> and there's footage, like a lot of footage of, of what's going because of the documentary crew. And you see him talking to Sean Michaels in the, in the locker room. And Sean's like, dude, I swear to God, I had no idea. I'll give this belt up right now. Like right. I did not know this was going to happen. Um, and then Vince comes in, clears it. And he tries to go to Vince, but Vince and he Sergeant Slaughter and Pat Patterson yeah. and Shane and everybody are locked in his office and he can't get in. Um, and, uh, he ends up going back to his locker room. Vince goes in to talk to him. And when they're talking, he says, Vince, if you're not out of this locker room, by the time I'm done getting dressed, I'm fucking knocking you out. Right. And Vince was trying to talk to him and apologize. And he just fucking walked over and just fucking he tells him the interview. Like the process. Through his how head can like, you, how can you apologize when you set that shit up? Yeah. Right. Like you went in and manipulated the referee. Yeah. You went in and manipulated right. the camera well, people. And to the defense, you went though, in and manipulated for no Hunter, reason. You you, you control know. the storyline. You could have ended yeah. this any way you he, wanted. He needed to take the belt. That had to happen. And Brett didn't want it to happen, but he could have done it a better way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. He just didn't handle it well. There could have right. been a much better scenario. Well, yeah, because he ended it where Shawn Michaels put Bret Hart in his own submission, and but he here's tapped that it. was here's, more of a like that's a stab. For yeah, sure. it is. It yeah. is. Here's it's the truth. Your to me, here's the truth of it. The truth of it is he is losing his top star to the he's people bitter, who yeah. are beating him. I don't even think it was bitterness. He told him to go. I think he's beyond bitterness. I think the entire thing was tactical because do you know how much heat that brought back to WWF the next day? Right. Like that ruined yeah. the ascension of Bret Hart into WCW. Yeah, they brought him in as a referee. Because, because everybody was going to tune in because they both went on the air the next yeah. night and everybody wants to see the Vince McMahon interview more than they want to see yeah. the, Bre- the Bret Hart. They had to like, create drama. Yeah, I think yeah. he had to create that drama to... to I what, think that to, was... Yeah, it was very tactical. I think it was very tactical. What ta- do you think the tactical. plan was with fucking Turner bringing uh, Hart in as a referee? That was his his first debut he brought him in as to ref the first match or some shit that's how he came in 
I don't know. That shit was weird. He's like, so how do you feel about refereeing? He's like, yeah. I'm honored to referee something, something. Like, that was his position as he came in yeah, as an honorary referee. Year, it was, it was, guess, some, yeah. it was <laughs> some shit that the, the, it was the beginning of a story arc that his yeah, writers came up with. said that he was so like messed up from the whole W. He uh, couldn't even wrestle. He, he couldn't, like he was so detached from it right. that he, they never got through the story arc thing because he just couldn't fucking right. let the other part go. Right. So, um, but uh, two years later um, in his contract, he ends up getting a, a kick to the head from Goldberg that gives him such a bad concussion that the doctors are like, you cannot go back in the ring. Um, and he ends up doing an, an early retirement. Um, he comes back later. He does some DVDs for the WWE. He does a match with McMahon in WrestleMania 26. He's you know, money. And he yeah. even says, like, you know, he says, I don't have any, you know, I realize now it was all business. I'm not, I don't hold anything against Vince. He was like a father to me. Um, yeah. He's like, I don't, think Vince, I don't think Vince holds anything against me, but, you know, that's right. between you and Vince, you know. So then, so that gets to Owen Hart here for the end of the episode. Um, Does Vince wrestle with his shirt off and shit, like in tights, or is he oh, in a he, fucking suit? He used to. He used, he used to wear kind of He'd a singlet. He'd take his shirt off, like, well, and when he wrestled, A lot of times like he would wear on. a singlet. Okay. Yeah, and later on, yeah, he would put a singlet on. Uh-huh. Yeah, he'd, he'd put a singlet. And with he was a big pants, motherfucker. Like a singlet, yeah. usually a singlet with, like, black jeans or yeah, something. some weird. Like some weird, weird. Like a wrestling, he was fucking yoked. No, like a wrestling Chuck Norris. Yeah, <laughs> he had he had cowboy boots yeah. on and black jeans. Yeah, he with was a singlet yoked. on. Yeah. Someone uh, sent me a message. Uh, my buddy Joe Yahtzee from uh, Thailand sent me yeah. a message this morning, and it was a picture of Chuck Norris. I was like, "The fuck is this?" I tap it, and it says Chuck Norris's uh, e- email address is uh, gmail at chucknorris dot com. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that, those are so good, man. The Chuck Norris, yeah. So Owen Hart is the youngest of the brothers. Uh, not a ton to say about his career, but just to, to highlight the, the, the weird things that happened to the Hart family. He starts as the Blue Blazers and or the Blue Angel. Um, he bounces from different promotion. He goes to the WWF, can't find a place, goes somewhere else, trains in Japan. I think he did a very, you know, just different different small uh, groups here. Someone and there. had such a good description of him because I was like, God, he looks so familiar and it's not from wrestling. He looks like Johnny from Karate Kid on steroids. Yeah, like, yeah. Like he looks like buff yeah. Johnny from Karate Kid. He I was does. like, that's funny. He does look like him. He, really yeah, he couldn't he couldn't break in because Brett and his brother, Jim, Jim the Anvil Nightheart, um, who was their brother-in-law, but he was the, he played their brother-in-law on TV and was their brother-in-law in real life. But, um, they were the Hart foundation and, and, uh, they, they did their whole thing. So Owen Hart didn't really have a place. So he came in in that luchador mask and all that stuff. Um, but then at some point, and I didn't catch all the details of it and didn't really have time to dig into it. There was some genuine beef between Brett and Owen. I don't think it was genuine. It seemed like it was a, a scripted thing, but there was a rivalry between like, I'm not going to live in your shadow kind of thing. And well, no, that was after like, there was some kind of a else. match where, uh, he beat Brett, Brett, in it, they they crashed into each other and it inadvertently caused Owen to get eliminated from a match before he was supposed to get eliminated. Oh, shit. Damn. So there was just like I'm pissed at my brother's shit going on for right. a minute. Um, but that got quelled fairly early, but then they fed on it because they could see in the right. ring that these two are fucking just like the at time you other. wrestled the bear yeah. in the dungeon. Yeah, exactly. And you put ice cream on your balls. Um <laughs> oh, <but laughs> it's a short trip from ice cream on your feet to ice shit. cream on your balls. Yeah, of Once got, you realize the bear doesn't have teeth. Yeah. Yeah. I got to looking at uh, McMahon photos with the it's he's wearing a tank t- it's a black tank top with the jeans and elbow pads okay that was his thing top, but tank. you get to looking at him and like old McMahon versus old Ric Flair 
Like fucking just, God he's just damn. fucking just killing on Ric Flair. Oh, dude, he's old. so yoked. Like, dude. and then, and then, uh, and then fucking. It, and Ric Flair's only a couple years older than Vince, if I yeah, remember. Yeah, and right. then Ric Flair, and everybody knows how big the. I think the Rock's bigger now, but this is at his prime in the WWF. Fucking dude, McMahon the versus rock? the Rock. He looked bigger than he's the Rock. Bigger than oh, the dude, rock. McMahon was bigger he's than yoked the Rock. Out, McMahon like, was fucking, fucking yoked. Yeah. So switched and and Stone Cold, he's way bigger, than way Stone bigger Cold. than Stone Cold. I mean, just fucking, he's a yeah. big motherfucker. No. Like, Damn, how tall is Vince? Fucking taller uh, than the Rock. I think he's, no, he's <laughs> not taller. Tall. He's not taller than the Rock. I think he's a little bit. I think the Rock's six four. It looks like Vince McMahon's about six two. Yeah, like, yeah, he yeah. Looks no, he's, he's a big huge. motherfucker. I mean, Hulk Hogan's huge. He's a little bit smaller than Hulk Hogan. Hulk yeah. Hogan's a big motherfucker. Yep. He's got twenty four inch pythons, brother. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. So his brother does various story arcs. Uh, you know, he's he's a solid mid card wrestler. I don't think he ever got to that top tier uh, like his brother did. But he was a, he would always have a spot on a pay per view. He was always a you know well, a he good beat, wrestler. they let him beat or Brett let him beat him at one point to kind of put him in the spotlight. Right. So right. I think he was kind of on his way, especially when uh, when Brett left um, the WWF, and then it's like, oh well, now I don't have a brother. I'm not right. a shadow. Right. And I'm one of the hearts. He has so a chance. That to, was his chance. Rise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. At the Over the Edge pay-per-view in 1999, um, he's going in, and again, he's going back to that luchador, you know, blue blazer, who he played like a, like a goofy, klutzy buffoon of a superhero. It was like, eat your vegetables and yeah. make sure you wash your hands. So he was always klutzy and whatever. Yeah. So, the, so the gag was supposed to be sort of riffing off the type of entrances that Shawn Michaels would do. He was going to ride in on a wire mm -hmm. and then once, and the wire would be designed so that he would get stuck over the ring, like several feet over the ring, tangled up in his own cape, and that he would flop and flip around and then finally pull the emergency release and then just drop face first on the mat. Well, and, and that's not the first time they'd up. done it. They'd done it before, but they changed the rigging because it was too difficult to get them off there. Like you had to like right. unscrew some shit last time. Right. So they used a sailboat like clip rig that only took six pounds of pressure for release. Jesus. And so it would just, if you pressed it with just six pounds of pressure, which is nothing, it would just fucking drop. And he was 80 feet above the fucking yep. ring, kind of above the turnbuckle. Like he almost smashed the ref. Yeah. Like the ref talks about he felt it brush past him right. and pull the rope out of his hand that he yeah. was holding. Right. Like he almost and, and he said his last words were he could hear him yell, look out, as he fell to the fucking ref. <laughs> Fuck. Because he was worried he was gonna smash the fucking ref. He said, right. Look out. There's nothing he least, could do. Yeah, yeah. at least he yeah. saved Falling. him. Yep. Yeah. Fucking yep. A. So um, <laughs> look out. He he hits. Um and the thing is though, I I read that. The, and maybe they were just watching it, but it didn't show it. I read that none of it was ever shown. I couldn't find that anything. No, because there's a delay. There's a delay. Right, they, right. they showed the aftermath. Okay, because like, I know people who were like, who said yeah. they saw they they saw it. I was they watching the, the pay-per-view. Pay right. I was watching it, but and all I, of a sudden it just went out, right. and like you. You didn't know what happened. Like, right. The show went on. Right. They had more matches. Oh, yeah. like they didn't yeah. investigate. Yeah. And the other wrestlers said they could feel the broken fucking beams where he hit the yeah. fucking mat. Yeah. Yeah. Like there, were stepping and there were blood on the stains on the, yeah. which is nothing new. There's always blood stains on the, especially in a yeah. pay-per-view. Um, but um, yeah, they had to wrestle there. And one of the things that his wife um, sued over is the fact that 
since Vince let this go on, we couldn't get the level of forensic evidence that we needed because there was now another hour of pay-per-view at the crime scene. Yeah. Like we can't, like there's no, you know, I mean, it's tough because a a live pay-per-view event and all those people were sitting there waiting. I don't think anything had happened yet. Right. Wasn't that the beginning of the show or something? I don't know if it was the beginning. Yeah. But they went on and had lots of matches matches, after that. I think it was the middle I want to say the like, middle. Yeah, it was a little. But yeah, I guess they it, still had the Undertaker and the yeah. Rock in a because he at that time like after, sledgehammer yeah, and coffin match. After or some yeah, and shit. after after uh, Brett had left, like I mean, Owen Hart was with the British Bulldog. They were they were tag team champions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like so he you know he he had done you know some stuff and yeah. he was pretty popular. He was very popular. Uh, kind of walking in. If his you're in a pay per view, you're popular. Yeah, like for sure. you're you know. Um, but so, yeah, so then, uh, he ends up dying. The wife gives a, I'll put a a link in the notes, but she gave a pretty extensive interview about what was wrong with it. Um, about the, the fact that normally whenever any of them would fly in the, the rigging crew that they used would be like telling them, no, you can't do it that way. That's completely unsafe. We need these redundancies that won't work, blah, 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 blah. But they said she was on, she said that they, that that the company hired a rigging crew that they could tell what to do and the rigging crew wasn't pushing back. They were like, so we want this. He's, you know, and the, yeah, they were like, dangerous, like a okay. stunt, like the stunt, like she even said, like every stunt rigging crew that you talk to says that the, the talent shouldn't have any say over when right. they can drop from the wire. Yeah. Like that's not up to them because they'll get too excited. They don't, they don't, they don't know. Right. You know they what I mean? Like they, 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 that should be us. Yeah. We should be making that decision. But these riggers were just doing what they were told. So she sued and she ended up winning. She won $18 million and started an Owen Hart Foundation um, to. And she said she, that wasn't even her goal. She wanted the settlement. She wanted justice. Right. She wasn't looking right. for a settlement. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and then by the end of the pay-per-view, he was already dead and, um, they announced it. Yeah. The fucking, yeah. They announced, was it Jim Ross or was it? Yeah. Jerry it's Jim Lawler? Ross. Jim. Yeah. Jim Ross. Well, came and out. Lawler was sitting next to him. Yeah. I think. They were yeah. always next to each other. Jim Ross came out and, and, uh, this is before said the paralysis. That they were, yeah. It was before the paralysis. Probably a, a maybe only a year or two. Yeah. Not the much. Paralysis. Yeah. Um, said that, uh, Lawler's back. By the way, he's announcing he? Man, which is oh, fucking wow. fantastic. The King is great. He's so good. Um, I hated him when I watched wrestling. I <laughs> fucking hated him. I hated that motherfucker. Yeah. But but now I look. I see the genius. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, I see the genius. So yeah. great, especially him and Lawler together. Yeah. Like they were just a perfect yeah. team. Yeah. Because because yeah. Jim Ross was just like very reserved, or you know what I mean, like yeah. kind of yeah, the yeah, level headed. Yeah. Right. You know, like right. what are you talking about? Like right. you know, that's not. Yeah. Jerry the King Lawler was just fucking. Out and of no control. one had even done it like that before. Like yeah. Vince even told him, like, just go out and do shit that no one has ever done before. Just yeah. like be yourself and be over the top. Yeah. And then we'll trust. He was a wrestling uh, character yeah, yeah, yeah. as a commentator. Yeah. We'll trust. You know, like, we'll trust Jr. to counter you yeah. by being extra professional. Yeah. You know. But um. So yeah, they came out and announced that Owen was dead. Um. So he died while the pay per view was still occurring. Um. And then the matches, you know, yeah. kept kept uh, the show must go on. So it kept happening but um and now i can't remember her name like i said uh natalia i think natalia hart is currently wrestling and she's one of the the, the i love natalia on crackers it's really good do you yeah. yeah yeah so that's the hart family from Stu hart to like one of like two of the from the most famous trainer in wrestling to probably i would say two of the three most famous pay-per-view moments 
in history came from the two heart brothers job in the death the third of which is mankind being thrown off the hell in a cell oh, she's pretty good looking <clears throat> natalia hart that's yeah, the granddaughter that's the granddaughter that's yeah. jim the anvil. i guess i guess that's jim the anvil nightheart's daughter uh, okay yeah i mean i guess i guess to get into um into the wwe you're gonna have to be a stacked buff athletic like woman it helps that movie yeah. yeah not all of them all of them aren't you have to Not be attractive. Them, you have to be attractive yeah. in some in some way. I should some start way. bringing some ugly ones in. That'd be because awesome. it used to be like they like used to just be. Yeah. They used to just be like big boob porn star looking models who yeah. had bullshit fake matches, and they called them divas. And it was the epi- It was the part of the. It was like the part of the episode where you could fucking go grab a beer because right. the match was, was awful garbage, and you didn't yeah. fucking care. But now the women are legit and the women's matches are fucking good. That's because you started getting like, Ronda Rousey's the, and Holly Holmes. Yeah, man, fucking so mix. good, dude. Yeah. They're, they're so good now. They're one of the best parts of the WWE. And you don't see a bunch of fake, big-boobed, you know, porn stars. You see buff athletes who can big fucking boob do this porn shit. porn stars, yeah. yeah. Like they would snap your dick off if they are fucking you. Yeah. Like that's... Yeah. Wow. I, they should like start getting, China. They should get some couch potato fucking like dudes that are like yelling about UFC and shit and have them fight like huh. Holly Holm or fucking Ronda oh, Rousey. Fuck. I want to see yeah, that. Yeah. Like the fat guy on the couch like, you should have fucking got his arm. Right. Why'd you do that? And fucking put them in the ring with one of yeah. those women and watch the no, fucking... Italian Nightheart. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Our yeah. regular dad get his ass beat. That'd be awesome. That would be funny. Problem is Ronda Rousey. She's great in the ring, but she just cannot act. She can't. Yeah, what she I mean, she had that movie. She's like, cutting promos. What the, and trying what's the to the movie? Be the, the Expendables or whatever it was. Oh, uh-huh. Like, yeah, just horrible acting. She's yeah. in that. Yeah, she was in yeah. Entourage. She was not. Yeah, good. She's just she's a not, bad Which is actor. whatever. She's, she's a, a fucking great actor. athlete. She yeah. doesn't need to be a good actor. But you do if you're in WWE. Yeah, you do. More, you yeah, because that's what it is. Yeah, you have to act better than you can fight. Like you have to. You have to be able to act like you're fighting. Right. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. All right. Social media winner. Um, so for episode 488, Ozzy Osbourne, Booze, Bats, and Black Sabbath, um, Sophie Jackson. I know that name from, uh, don't you wish you could sing like Bon Jovi? I have everybody's name memorized that was ever in one of those Patreon skits, and I've forgotten about it until I hear their fucking name, <laughs> Sophie Jackson. Um, is going to win a t-shirt uh, for sharing on Facebook? Share our clip on Facebook. That's huge for us. Thank you so much um, because Facebook is a motherfucker and nobody sees your shit unless somebody else shares it or right. you spend a bunch of money. So we appreciate that. Uh, Frankie pigeons is going to reach out to you um, and get your contact info and we will get a t-shirt uh, mailed out to you. Thank you so much. Um, also, we're part of the Podbelly network. Go to podbelly.com to check out other cool podcasts like graveyard tells and ectoplasm. If you're into paranormal stuff, uh, there's quite a few paranormal podcasts over there um, and graveyard tells and ectoplasm are some good ones to go check out. Um, also thank you to El Yucateco hot sauce. That is our primary sponsor. You know what I fucking didn't do? I sat there and scarfed that Chipotle fucking down that you brought and I did not put Teco on that shit. Oh, I was you were too hungry. starving though, dude, you're I was starving hungry. and I don't have triple X here right now. Mm. Unless yeah, I but there's that. other flavors. You don't have to have. I know X. they're right. Green and red were in front of me. I did it on a sandwich. See, Actually you're a today. Yes. You could put green and red on it. I could have together. I did yesterday. I got a harmony. sandwich from substation Yeah, and I used like half a bottle of green. So I don't know. I'll eat Teco today. The day will not end without Teco. Okay. There's still there's still dinner when I get That's home. a good catchphrase. The day will not end without Teco. Yeah. All right. I like that. It was an yeah, act- sure. I'm accidentally awesome. That stuff <laughs> is the worst. <laughs> I mean, look at that. Look at that. Quiet. quiet. And, and it was Here. my remember. It was my fault. You're just not dinging it right. right like right. No, you know. Oh, why'd you throw um, it? Nothing wrong It's been with the thrown bell. and modified. This. This isn't no. even the same bell you're talking about. I know, but it's, it's got the fucking top garbage. from that one, the bottom it's from this remember, one. Remember, but it was better, and then now it's. Horrible. Remember, remember. <laughs> Listen, 
Oh, Dave, got to get the best of the bunch, though. Yeah, He's still the good one. Lessons. All right, ready for mine? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have done that more perfect. That was uh, beautiful. <laughs> a little jiggle. All there. right. So thank you to El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Um, if you find it in the wild, take a picture, tag us, tag them, uh, go over to their Instagram, go to the, all their social media, um, like the fuck out of it. I, I love it. I really do. Because when they post something, it is like... 60 70 percent of it is all sofa king people yeah, so yeah. It's, it's awesome like i love to see um when i go over to one of their posts, i think, like, I, what's think your favorite flavor? I think some of the fans of our show like oh you take them more than you brent they like oh you take them more than us probably probably i like i like tech yeah. more than us to yeah. keep on being honest i could eat it every day I can't, I can't deal with that i'm every saying day. you're losing though there's uh, somebody i'm okay with you. it i'm okay somebody beating you i'll be number two to techo uh, like six or seven maybe i'm okay with that yeah that's not that bad yeah 10 or 11 that's 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 big for I mean, winners. You're, that's you're big for winners. Low you're basically rank. subpar fan of Teco. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you're saying my fandom? <laughs> yeah, your fandom. Oh, you're questioning Teco. my fandom. Yeah, yeah, because there's people that are way better than you, and so it puts you down on the on. The I'm the Elliot Teco Justin Bieber of the West Coast man. You take that shit back right now. I wouldn't use Justin Bieber's name. No, it's just it's fame. It's a fame measurement. Yeah, he's not very famous anymore. He is pretty famous. He's fallen off. Is what I'm saying. Mm, I don't know about that. Actually, you are the Justin Bieber. I take it. I take it. Ready? You ready for it? Yeah. Oh, that, uh, buzz. that went too bad. Yeah, a little buzzed in. Peter uh, out there. So go like check it out. Go like the shit of the social media. Um, if you go to El Yucateco and if you do comment on anything, make sure you hashtag Sofa King Podcast or tag us at Sofa King Podcast just to let them know um, that we sent you over there. Um, also, thank you to Print Dirt Cheap. Go to printdirtcheap.com to get print uh, stick, sticky goods, stickers, printed stuff. Um, if you have a band or a business or a podcast and you need something, go over there. You can use code Sofa King Podcast to save some money when you do it. Also, thank you to Jimmy D's Tees. Um, he makes some of the t-shirts that we have um, on our website. If you want to support us, you can get some uh, swag, some merch over at sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop. And uh, if you love Jimmy D's Tees, go over there and like him on social media and let him know also that we sent you over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, SK Selfie Sunday. Don't forget to do that. Giving out prizes. If you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, do that because we give out discount codes mm-hmm. in there for merch. And I think that's all I got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like Hobby Lobby. You get 50% off one item. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we upped all the prices 60%. to make it the same. Yeah. 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 That's what Hobby Lobby does. Yep. Two yeah, for this one. shit's expensive for the cheap shit they sell. Yeah. Some stuff's cool. Hobby Lobby's pretty cool. I hate that they're closed on Sundays. <laughs> what a fucking housewife over here. Yeah. I hate that Hobby Lobby's closed I'm, on I, Sundays. I, I have hobbies. I, I have hobbies. Hobbies. I Sometimes I need fabric. Sometimes I, I hate that Sometimes they, I need uh, Harley Davidson clock, man. I do hate that they close on Sundays because it speaks of their fucking crazy religious, religious roots. Yeah. Oh, is that what that is? <clears throat> yeah. You can't go to Chick-fil-A? And well, and then after you, when, you check out, when you check Same out, they're like, have a blessed day or God bless you oh, or really? this or that. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, well, I, didn't go, I didn't go before, but I'm not going again. <laughs> How about that? Now you don't have a choice because fucking Beverly's closed. There's no place else in Beverly. town to get your hobbies. Get your crafting goods. Well, you, have Michaels, internet. you have Michaels, you have Joanne's, you have Michaels is probably the too. It's probably like Michael 316, man. That's Michael right. 316. Yeah. I, just whooped your ass. So. I just whooped your <laughs> ass. My, Michael's 316. I just sold you crafts. Yeah. <laughs> I just sold your ass crafts. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Michael's 316. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Skull Member of the Month uh, for this month is it, man, this month has seemed, last month seemed fast. Like it went by fast. Maybe because there was a threesome for Skull Member of the Month. Oh, we did have that threesome. But, um, and Kaylee, Kaylee said she put mini blinds on her mini blinds. And I was like, oh, wow. Mm, dang. I was like, wow, stepping it up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> turned me on a little bit. Mm. Um, but uh, this month, it's uh, Skull Member of the Month is Joseph Caldera. That's correct. 
Uh, I remember it. I didn't even look it up. Yeah, Cause that's because he's an inverted volcano. Yeah, yeah. he is. He, he has is. an inverted penis down there. Yeah, yeah. In Australia, it's yeah. like a, it's. He has two belly buttons. I like to call it. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like a witch's. Basically, teeth. yeah. Basically, the women he has to get with have to have a huge clip because they have to fuck him. Like it's that way. <laughs> right. He's not gay right. like right. at all. I mean, no. he's 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 a straight male. Um, nothing wrong with you know being gay, but you know he's straight. He just has an innie, not an Audi. Does he have um, a witch's teat? Yeah, well, of course he has two. Oh. It's very strange. It'd be cooler uh, if he had they're, an, they're on both of his shoulders. If though. he had an inverted penis and an Audi belly button, so he it does. Was just confusing. He does. I like that. He does. And and <laughs> how many had, witches' teeth do you have to have before they just start to call them udders? Six. Okay. Yeah. I was just gonna say more than two because that's when it gets odd. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two. Two's normal. I guess. That's be odd numbers. One to two. If you have four yeah. nipples. That's understandable. Yeah. Maybe you were, just, you were folded up in the in the womb when it happened. Yeah. You know? Speaking of folding up, he had three ribs removed on each side mm-hmm. so he could take mm-hmm. his Audi and fuck his innie. It took when three he bends ribs over. Wow. Uh, yeah, he puts his legs behind his head and, and uh, his Audi goes into his innie. Yeah, because the thing is, you can't even brag about his Audi because his Audi is even small as far as Audis yeah. go. And I can't, but he do, he doesn't do it for pleasure. It's pure. It's a pure business decision. That yes. was just pure. Yeah. That was pure <laughs> carny math. Yeah, he was like, I can get way more money in my tent if I do this to myself. For sure. Yeah. I, you know. Then except I can, it's a Coleman a Coleman tent, and he's in the woods by himself. Right. right. That's the only weird. That's part. how he learned ventriloquism. Because yeah. it has a voice. He actually mm-hmm. speaks on its behalf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, Oh no, it's my Audi. Like it has a little voice, kind of like Mr. Hanky. Yeah. Exactly like that Mr. Hanky. Like yeah. 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 To me. Like Pinocchio? Yeah, Pinocchio. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that works too, actually. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he, it he puffs was. out his stomach and, yeah. and his Audi grows. But he yeah. lies and nothing happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, li- yeah, he lies still and small. it never grows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His, his innie gets deeper. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you, Joseph. I uh, hope you're doing well. And if you're not on Reddit, uh, I would suggest nobody goes on social media right now. So... Um, we have a social media blackout. I am Jesus Christ. You are I'm tired of it. Oh, I'm tired of Cheese it. Cheese and yeah. rice. Social media blackout. But you can go visit El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Uh, no bullshit there. Jimmy D's Teas and uh, Podbelly. Uh, go check them out. Uh, our personal Instagrams. I'm at Razor Tools. Uh, we have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. Also check out. Uh, go to Reddit. Go to our full slash Sofa King Podcast. Um, there's only only good shit there. Um, so hope. All is well with everybody. Go to patreon.com backslash Sofa King podcast to support the show. Thank you to the patrons. Uh, if you're in line to get a shout out, we're getting there. We're getting mm-hmm. there to you. Uh, if you haven't got your merch and you live in fucking Australia, you're going to have to wait. Yeah, people keep um, messaging me. It's, yeah, it's I mean, it it's is just, what just, it is. It is what it is. It's not $40 that I have to ship a shirt. It's $40 to ship a shirt. Yeah, shipping is just crazy. So um, let us catch up. And then uh, what else? What else? Uh, the Spotify playlist. Go to Sofa King Podcast, uh, 2020 is the new playlist. Uh, you just search Sofa King Podcast, the podcast to come up on there, and also the other playlist um, if you're interested in that. And if that's all, don't be a retard. I feel like, hello, I feel like, yeah. I feel like I've been fucking killing shit and I know what I'm dealing with, though. Yeah, huh, uh, I feel like old Juicy Drake in like 2008 Back when middle school lunches serving up Salisbury steak We get to acting up, my mama had me grinding for days But we was young as who was bound to be great Yeah, who knew the annex would let me in the position I'm in I'm not pedantic, I got in panic and pissing again I'm acting manic, tell me who likes me up on this planet You acting like no one like me, you likely don't understand that I'm the illest, realest, trillest, realest I know what the deal is, kill it, schedule, look vanilla But I'm yelling just like Uncle Phyllis Who'd have thought the boy could sip and spit it Like a fucking villain, tell him how yeah. you fucking feeling. Uh. We just 
She was born in October, never met her not sober. I ain't trying to be closer. Send her back to a man like I'm playing Red Rover. She got a blue face, cause that heart getting colder. So you can put the blame on me. No acorn. So she grilling me like, well, you put a steak on. Haters wanna ride the wave, so I left the wake on. You can put the fake on, but real, you can't take on now. Found my flow and put my best foot forward. So every time that I'm stepping out, got him head over heels. Till I'm resting in green meadows, got devils to kill. I've been saying foundations for the levels we build, but they don't wanna acknowledge it. Until you go polish it I took them all to school But I ain't giving out scholarships Not with the fake handshakes and politics Ocean's 11 can see my team need a lot of chips But dog, girl, swear that I told ya Now you wanna fuck with me but it's over I smoke Yoda, skywalking in togas Money like Adrian, I make it do yoga Fuck bitches, find a queen so you can stack riches Last thing I'm doing is whack rapping in bad business Way too gifted to give in to all the gimmicks I've been juggling some shit so the verse took me a minute But I showed up to show out Came up to blow out Shit that I'm pitching will leave your fucking arm throat out A quarterback and in business minded is more than rapping I see the future, I'm looking back and it really happened I mix my Sunday with my Saturday flows Like getting brain on the way to church as good as it goes But I'm working like a Monday, fuck that someday shit Right brothers about to get it off the runway shit I stay fly bitch Thank you. 